I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Sunday morning, ready to do some podcasting, and we're not alone. Mm-hmm. We have a, a friend, mm-hmm. uh, an actress of the of the of the stage. Of the theater. Of the theater. <laughs> a co-host of one of our favorite podcasts. Yes. What's the tea? It's our girl, Nicole. What's up, Nick Jew? Good morning. Good Hello. Morning. Great. Uh, how you doing? I'm, you know, all things considered, mm. <laughs> doing mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> now, that, now that I'm an adult and um, I know my mom used to listen to NPR in the car all the time, and one of the shows was All Things Considered. Now I understand. Yes. You know, I get it. All things considered. You gotta you gotta put it all in perspective or else it doesn't count. Yes, and as yeah. a as a kid, when you used to hear adults talk about and like I said, as a kid you didn't understand this. As adults, my mom and them, they're really old school. They was like, I'm just glad I woke up and everything okay and I'm in my right mind. And, you, and as an adult, you go, oh, I think I know what that means now. Because the life yeah. be lifing sometimes and some yeah. people don't respond well and they snap. Yeah. <laughs> Out of reality. Yeah, listen, and I've been exercising my privilege to look away. And I do acknowledge that it is a privilege to be able to look away. Mm-hmm. But my own mental health is so fragile <laughs> that I can't really hold much else right now. So in the in my world, the things that I can control, I, I'm, I'm doing all right. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. And also, I realized that I tell people, I say, you can't care about everything. And people don't want right. to hear that, particularly online where everything is the most important thing ever. And they don't do a scale from one to 10. Everything is a 10. Or everything is a zero. Mm-hmm. And you're like, the life don't function like that. Most things in life is gray. And sometimes you have to opt out. And opting out isn't uh, always a bad thing. It doesn't mean you don't care. But like that. Right. It just means right. that you're not going to pour all the energy and effort to being on the front line because every fight isn't your fight to fight. Well, I think also uh, what people consider being on the front line, what we measure as concern and caring, it's so wrapped up in like performance. It's it's almost yes. it's almost like another yes. job for people to be like, yes. I need to be seen supporting this thing. I need to, I need you to hear what I'm saying. And then I think the you know on the cynical level, is because so much of it's happening on social media, and so much of it is about like people following or not following, retweeting, not retweeting, liking, not liking. A lot of stuff can get lost in that because you need to say more bombastic things to to get more agreement or more interaction. And so I think by the time these discussions hit social media, you give it a day or two, it's so not even a day these days. You give it a, a couple of hours, it's so out of pocket that you really can't quote unquote care about everything because the way we're measuring care is not it's not like like to me Caring about somebody is being like, oh, let me check on my friend. Let me text this mm-hmm. person. It's not, mm-hmm. I'm not like if some like if one of my friends has something happen to him, I'm not on Twitter being like, oh my God, Justin right. is sick, everybody. What the <laughs> fuck are we gonna do? Why aren't y'all retweeting me? How is he gonna right. get better? Like, that's how Twitter feels yeah. like that. And I don't yes. think that's real. No, it's it's not. And it's also one of those things where it's funny quote-unquote, how the left claims that the right is like that, but the left is like that, too, with these extremes, with them having to overtop each other 
and yeah. or, and or, I mean, and, it's the, to be seen. That's the platform, right? I think it's just yeah, everything gears its way towards that. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think it can be fun when it's like silly shit. Yes. Like sugar grits or Arby's or something. It can yes. be, you know, some of the best days on Twitter is, is just everybody About getting more nothing. and more ridiculous over the top. But then like motherfuckers be doing this with real life shit. And you be like, <laughs> yeah. hey, 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 you, you might want to take this offline. Hey, like, you really hey. want to, you want to go viral that bad, huh? Okay. It's All like, right. Hey, you, you might want to talk to a professional. Nobody on this platform is going to be able to help you. Even professionals. You wow, need to go we, talk to somebody. We just jumped right into the banter segment. I was trying to uh, say, <laughs> this, is, this is the Blackout Tips podcast. And you can find us everywhere you get podcasts. The official weapon of the show is. The photo chill. The unofficial sport a bullet ball but this is like a phone call you know okay. we don't need and you. bullet ball extreme and bullet ball extreme <laughs> but uh, this so to me like the best part about the banter is like y'all made a segment instead of just like bantering you're like now we are setting we're so professional time to banter. <laughs> we, we let the people know <laughs> this is time we talk about nonsensical things okay we're very transparent <laughs> podcast here we're very open we ain't trying to hide from y'all <laughs> also like we monetize the banter so like Karen just wants to jump right into the banter, but I have to play the commercial music <laughs> so we can get paid. I'm sorry. I ain't trying to fuck up the money. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was like 15 seconds of commercial music. <laughs> That one is actually I'm, I, no, that's not Rodney's. That I think is infrared crypto. These, we got some I, talented people. We do. I have agreements too. Mm, like yes. I understand Snap. that y'all have a huge audience, mm-hmm. and maybe the people who make the beats and the little songs and shit don't listen to our show. Mm. But I'm tired of listening to everybody. Oh, it's the most dope show. It's about that. Time. Like everybody got mm. a little thing. Yeah, uh, where are thing? Where are submissions? Why y'all not submitting to what's the? Th- I know we only come on every six weeks, but damn, <laughs> we can't get no, we can't get no theme music. Y'all, y'all gotta call. Y'all, y'all, y'all know y'all beat makers out there. Y'all gotta call. Yeah, you what's gotta- the email address? Nick Juice, and they can email. It's goodday at gmail.com. Yeah. Hit us up. You also, I listen to your show. You got to say it on the show. You got to be like, we need some beats. We need some. We need some beats. Yeah. Cause. I just feel like y'all be manifesting beats. Like y'all will have a segment and the next week somebody's in y'all inbox like, here goes some music for it. Yeah. We had to train the audience though. Like it right. was a time that, where we was true. like, man, it that's would be true. nice if we had some beat. little music. And uh, listen, you never know how talented the people listening are. Right. There's so many talented people in the world. And you don't know who listening to what. You know what I'm saying? Mm, right. Like every once in a while we still get like a listener or two that pops up and like tag us on something. I'll be like, nigga, you play music for That's Beyonce. Dope. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I was about to so they were about to drive me to a creative space. I was about to diamond styles on y'all and mm. see if I could get in the in the stew okay. in the lab and throw something Listen, there. I mean so. you you is a professional. <laughs> Listen, right. That motherfucking right. Marsha's plate is is the, the music is banging it's a over new there. day. Brand new day. <laughs> Come, Come on, on. yes, child. You you fuck around to get a whole ass whole ass thing song. Start over again. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Come on, Diamond. 
Come it's on. A good word. We got some really talented people. And shout out to Fell Five for my theme for lip smacking yes. good. That motherfucking, that motherfucking is a banger. Every time I hear that, I'll be like, hey. Listen, if your lips ain't smacking, Chat it ain't, ain't good. good. Child, yes. <laughs> Um, Nicole, what you been up to, man? I mean, it's time for banter time, so like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you, uh, not yeah. to put you on the spot, but you can bring up anything you feel like talking yeah, about. Anything. Uh, so what, what you want to banter about? So you know, I'm a city girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, been a city girl since like 2016. So I try not to drive a lot unless mm-hmm. I'm going to work or whatever. So I do my errands like a city girl. I walk to the grocery store, whatever, oh, whatever. Snap. But um, the inflation has been inflating and the amount of money I used to spend at the grocery store has like doubled for getting the same items. So I was like, you know what? Let me act like I know. Get in my car that I still own and drive to the suburbs to get the grocery. Y'all, I finally have gone to the Aldi. Yes. Come on through, Aldi. Yes, Aldi. Me some Aldi. Aldi's will change your life. Baby, let me tell you. And when I go, I just go with vibes. I don't even have a list. No, no, like, I'm a gonna list. Just, I'm gonna let all detail me what I need mm-hmm. for the day. Yes. And mm-hmm. every time, I, they have not done me wrong yet. The only thing, my only little note. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I just need like an onion, mm-hmm. like two potatoes. And there are certain items that you can get single yeah. but there's other ones that you could only get in a big ass bag yeah. so like mr aldi if you listening i just need one onion yes one. i really think we need a grocery store that is designed for single and childless people yes. only yes um yes. i mean the families we get it y'all need the deals y'all got the costco y'all like right. they got y'all on lock they look out for y'all, y'all, y'all yes you yes. go to costco buy 27 frozen pieces for three dollars or whatever that's that's dope and i love that yes. for y'all right but I actually wouldn't mind paying like a little bit more per item, but yes. I can get just one item. Like, why can't I get a celery stick? Yes. Right. Why, right. Can, why can't right. I get a half a loaf of bread? I don't need a whole loaf. Give me a half a Come loaf on. of bread. I don't need all four to five slices. A, Give me six so there's and I'm a, good. There's places that do have the half a loaf of bread at the bakery. Right. Publix has it. Fresh Market has it. But like I said, more of that for the for everything yes. right i don't need a bag of tomatoes dog i right. just need I one i need three of them i yes. just need three and i'm not gonna use the milk in time come yes. on can i get a smaller milk can Please. i get, can i get a fourth a fourth of a gallon of milk i'm making <laughs> like i want to make guacamole tonight i don't right. want to make guacamole for three weeks i will you like can't tonight. anyway your avocado gonna give up the ghost by the time you get to the checkout true that is true I do like the um I do like the uh the grocery stores that have the avocados that are like ready to go already. Mm-hmm. Shout out mm-hmm. to them cuz I cuz man, I'll be mm-hmm. fucking avocado timing up. Like if it's like if I get like the hard joint where you got to let it sit for for a little bit. Child, it it, it expires at 3 a.m. while you sleeping. By the time you wake up at 7, it be like, "Nope, I I'm no good no more." Listen. Mm-hmm. I got a I got a hack. You know, I be on TikTok. I'm a okay. TikTok auntie. Uh, I've learned so many wonderful things from TikTok, but one of the most useful is is if you put a perfectly ripe avocado, submerge it in water and cover it and put it in the refrigerator, it will stay perfectly ripe for the duration of the time you have it in that water. I tested it six mm. weeks. I wow. pulled out my avocado six weeks later and that motherfucker was 
beautiful. Yes, I don't know go. the science behind it. I don't know why it works. It don't matter. It works. Yeah. Yeah. I love a hack. I saw yesterday, and I'm sure a lot of people know this one, but I I, I didn't know it. It was uh, if you take a, a raw a onion that you just cut up and you put it in some ice water, it'll take all the bitter sm- taste out. And some of the odor. Oh, okay. That's new to okay. me. I ain't know. Uh, you know. Yeah, I heard of you. You know, your boy been chopping them crying. <laughs> right. A lot of people say rinse your onions underneath water. I seen that, but prior to chopping, they said it'll reduce that spritz that causes mm. you to cry. Okay. Well, um, there's a, a chef too on there who this black guy who I'm like in love with. I can't remember his name right now, but he does the one take videos, mm-hmm. um, and he broke down the different uses of different onions so if you want this taste you use the purple the yellow the white and i was just like i should be grabbing onions and yeah, now i think I'm they like, all wait. the same apparently they not right right like wait mm-hmm. wait i love me a purple <laughs> onion dog i love oh, me the purple mm-hmm. onions um mm-hmm. i think they go good on sandwiches too um mm-hmm. but uh that motherfucking sweet yellow man it don't miss like it, don't. it just you just need to know what to put it in but it don't miss I am a white. I, I do mm. prefer white wow. onions. Okay, John Mayer. Onions. <laughs> okay. Onions. Onions. She got a John Mayer tongue over yes. there. Okay. A David yes. tongue. You know what they say about them white onions? They thick. <laughs> hey, he apologized for that day. He did. He did apologize. I know. I know. Look, I know John Mayer is your Taylor Swift. I get yes. it. Yes, we with you. Yeah, you sing listen, on, Ryan. white boy. Listen. Sing on. Okay. That's it. That's he's my he's my Tay Tay. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't raise a lot of banners right. for people of privilege, but I'm not gonna keep talking about my guy. Yeah. He, he apologized. Not he too apologized. much. <laughs> yeah, not too not too much on my toxic king. <laughs> oh man, that was peak that was peak uh peak peak like early internet was everybody finding mm-hmm. out on social media at the same time. Mm-hmm. He, he might have been one keep... of the first ones that got like the universal like black people trying to cancel him. He might be the first yeah. one. And the best thing is that people keep finding out because the internet is forever. Right. So like every five years or so, he, his uh, quote that he said about Nicki Minaj will come out mm-hmm. and then somebody will bring up the David Duke dick thing. And I know he's like, I'm friends with Dave Chappelle. Right. Leave me alone. Right. <laughs> right. What is wrong with you people? Man. I, like is it is at once like an unending um, entertainment is watching the internet re try to recancel and retread but also it's extremely like it it's proof of why to- how toxic social media is that y'all want to yeah. recancel people like you were yeah. mad at them already what are we, why yeah. are we remadding <laughs> like it's not yeah. like a new thing happened it's just like the remember the time like <laughs> yes it's like a party also, you know that's what he get though. That's yeah. what he get. Like I'm, whatever. I'm not. I'm not protecting him too hard. He said that shit on yeah. wax. So yeah, it's more of a. It's not even about protecting. It was about protecting my mental health because I'll be like, I can't be mad randomly right. every day. Like y'all, y'all motherfuckers y'all would be it. mad every like, every day, dog. It's that happened in 2007. I was. I did right. my mad bid. Okay, I'm out. Yeah. I'm free now. <laughs> well, and also like, what happened to the merit of? changed behavior like right. I, yes. I, I, I thought that's the the thing Grow that everybody says apology is a, is a change behavior so like if he did that thing and continuously did things right. just like that thing then yeah let's get his ass but like mm-hmm. he did that thing 
his whole band was like, fuck you, John Mayer. Right. And for the next eight months while he was on tour, every night he had to apologize in front of all them black people standing behind him because mm-hmm. of that stupid shit he said. And he didn't do it again. Right. And like, you know, I don't know if he's been like outspoken for civil rights or some shit like that. Yeah. Well, let's not, let's not let's not ask him to do like too that. much. That's not, yeah, well, yeah, that's right. That's, yeah, another, yeah. that's another thing. That's another internet thing too that I don't believe in. It. It's Mm-mm. just like you fucked up, now go be a spokesperson. No, Mm-mm. you fucked up, apologize, and now shut the fuck up. We don't need yeah, all this. go learn something. Yeah. Right, right. Y'all, y'all asking for too much. Oh, and uh, since we was talking about hacks, another hack that I uh, was watching uh, TikTok, if you got uh, little boys and they learn how to pee, and y'all know they pee all over the toilet, and your toilet consistently smell like pee, and you want to get the pee odor away, you know how at the bottom of, and the base of the... Uh, toilet and particularly on the floor is where a lot of it kind of soaks take shaving cream regular ass shake them up shaving cream and spray around it and scrub and there's something in the shaving cream that actually um uh, is designed to like fight against the odor the urine? yeah that, that, huh. that, that repels the odor so parents out there if you tired particularly a woman y'all know we piss inside of it if you tired of, of, of sitting down and smelling pee use that hack all right um karen any more banter for you Oh, hold on. Let me let me grab my phone. Hold on. Oh, I didn't mean to surprise oh, you. Yes. I didn't mean to yes, surprise you with the banner sex. I know that's I, right. I had to I, I had to pull out the notes on this because child, I be forgetting. Nah, I love it. Come on, notes. Yeah. I love a note. I be forgetting. Oh, me and Roger went to the Hornets game, and so we about to have a horn a horn a Karen Hornets hour. So shout out to the people that you know that missed that when Roger was in New York. I would do my, my Hornets hour. So we went to the Hornets games and we've been having a ball. We've been having a great time uh going to the Hornets game challenge and, and challenge. Y'all know me. I um been wanting Hornets season tickets. We got half season tickets, but I don't care. They season tickets in my book. I've been wanting Hornets season tickets since I was a kid. I've I, I been a real G since 1988. I was motherfucking nine years old and we used to go to the Hornets game and had to pay the $5 for the cheap seats up high. And I was like, one day I'm going to get my ass in some good seats. I'm an adult. I save my coins. And so I got my ass in some good seats. And so Child, we walked up there, and the lady was like, season tickets? I was like, yes, bitch, you don't know how good that feels. But I, yes, I ain't got to go over there in the poor folks line. I can go through the season ticket line with everybody else. So <laughs> we go through the season ticket lines and go up there, and I've been having myself a great time uh, at the game. And um, I like our seats uh, now. We kind of got a tidbit upgrade, so I like our seats. It's more comfortable and shit like that. And uh, I got a complaint uh, about the refs. I, you know, NBA don't pay me or nothing like that, so I'm a, com- I'm a complaint about the refs. We went to the game on motherfucking Friday night, and them refs was all over the motherfucking place. For those people that seen the game live, I was highly upset. Them refs was like, uh, we gonna not call it rough, and then we gonna call it rough, and what happened in the breaking fights, end up people can start getting technical fouls and shit. I was like, the fuck is this? The refs lost control of the game and i was not happy at all we actually had a probability where we put like this if we lose and and the game is ref well we just lost the game don't get me wrong but if we lose over some ticky tack fouls because the thing is both of our centers had like five fouls make it make sense dog make it make sense all right uh, i agree i was at the game too and i thought the refs were wilding <clears throat> uh also isaiah stewart that plays for detroit line uh, detroit pistons um he kind of remind me of Big Groove. Like he kind of look like him. Mm-hmm. Um, like he and he's strong as fuck. And he's strong. He was moving our little <laughs> nigga. He was moving our centers around. He was like, move little nigga. I'm, I got this rebound. And it, it's one thing for him to be moving them around, 
it's another thing for them to be calling the fouls on our little dudes. Like, I'm yes! like, how how that work? Like, I, like <laughs> either they more physical than us and they beating us on the boards or y'all calling ticky-tack fouls. You can't do, have both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this shit was so frustrating. We was at the game, and I know for the people that see the camera, you would see, like, if you was, like, watching on TV, you would see La Melo Ball or somebody just fly off the fucking screen, you know, out of the shot <laughs> and, you, and hit the ground, and he'd be, like, foul, and they'd be like, we ain't calling shit. <laughs> I'm like, the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, it was very frustrating watching that game. Um, I'm so, I was listening to Karen talk about how happy she is for the NBA to be back because it's like the highlight of winter. And I'm like, oh my God, the NBA is back. I, I, I'm i having a time with my sports teams. My fucking baseball team is terrible. Aww. And leaving Oakland, the Warriors, I don't know. Like, we gave up White Dante. Uh, we let Jordan Poole go. I was just like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I hate Chris Paul. I believe that God hates Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. I believe that he will not allow Chris Paul to have anything good, specifically the fucking Larry. So I didn't want him. Like, now we got two nut punch dudes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't approve of him as a, a staff, right. a record label, and a crew. <laughs> Y'all are accumulating a roster of just people that make me be like, until you do right by me. Right. Everything you even think about, right. don't fail. We we don't need that. We don't need that. Not smoke. around God's chosen no... Steph Curry. Not around not right. around God's favorite. Basketball Jesus. Right. What are y'all doing? What y'all doing? So I have very little faith in the team. I don't think we're gonna make a splash in the play-in tournament, yeah. let alone the playoff tournament. But but they trying to get me because I'm like, wait, Steph can take a rest mm-hmm. and we don't go down by 18. Yeah. They know how to pull, how to pull your string hards and be like, come on, Nick, you, yes, Chad, you know, I, this is our season. I think the issue for me is that, um, I think Bob Myers, the former GM of the team, I'm pretty sure he left because he ain't want to have to break apart what he built. Because because yeah. he knew everyone on the everyone that likes basketball know the right answer is like these niggas got to go except it, Steph yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah. But, yes get, get rid of Clay Thompson yeah like it's just it's ugly but this is how you yeah, keep the is, franchise going yeah, and don't know, right. I know he didn't want to sit in that office and tell them hey Draymond we not giving you no new deal bro I, I don't know right. what the hell you thinking and yes Jordan Poole right. is staying you, you you the problem I he was shooting right. just fine till you punched him in the face right so you fucking punched him right and people try to what gloss across that I'm trying to tell you if if you punch me in my face at work it's gonna be a at motherfucking work? problem every goddamn every day I, I see you. you bitch you gonna get the eyes like bitch one of us got to go meal you eventually it's gonna be on site nigga also the thing yeah the Mm -hmm. thing that's weird about Mm -hmm. that too is like you put the fan base in a weird position because a lot of fan like you know it's your team you feel like a we we gotta say something on this guy so now it's like you defending the ball punching dude or you gotta be like fuck i don't like him either i mean Right. Uh, you know, because he, because Draymond won't even allow himself to be apologetic. Like when he, when it first happened, I remember he put out that documentary that was like six minutes long. Like <laughs> sometimes that was basically like sometimes you got to hit a nigga, but you know, I mean, right, right, you right. Know, sorry to his folks, but you know, and and then it just got more and more contentious going on. Yeah. So it does feel like one thing is gonna happen, and then that whole team is gonna like implode. Because I yeah. don't think Chris Paul's a good 
person and a teammate. I don't think Draymond's a good person and a teammate when it comes to like accountability. And I feel like them two old niggas and, and Clay to a lesser extent, and, which Clay is in denial. If you seen his quotes and his interviews, he'd be like, "Best shape of my life. I'm finna average the most points ever." I'm like, "Nigga, you are 33 with two no, with no knees. You can't do no that. No knees. You don't, have, you don't even have one knee, dog." Right. But you know, the thing about Clay Thompson is, I think that like all of that fuels him in an interesting way because he will have. You know, a bunch of people calling him terrible and da da da, da right. and then he'll go on a run, a ridiculous run. But like the same problem we've always I'm sorry, this is not boss. No, D, go ahead. But, we we banned uh, Yeah. This the same problem we always have in the postseason is that Clay and Steph do not get hot on the same night. Right. And it, and that splash brother shit ended after like the first after like twenty fifteen. Yeah. They were splashing brothers during the regular season right. and then in playoffs, like Steph ankle still in the locker room. Yeah. And Clay going off and Steph go up for fucking fifty one and Clay right. Doing yeah. Harrison Barnes numbers when he yep. was with us. Harrison fucking Barnes had the nerve to score like thirty points in the mm. quarter. The other I night. saw it. He was balling too. I said, "Look at yeah. you, everybody. Everything old is new again." Okay. Yeah, yes, it is. And uh, somebody uh, made a joke in the chat about my Chick Fil A uh, parachute update. <laughs> yes, child. That that is a parachute that been up on the speaker for three years. And me and Roger, I think we was at the game and it fell on there. And every time I go to the game, I've been looking and I was like, you know what? I I I got I got to do a RIP because I guarantee you that the the Chick Fil A coupon don't expire by now and, and I guess some people was like you know what it's too far out we can't reach it Mm-mm. it yeah. just ain't coming down oh man um as far as my banter um I just gotta say you know rest in peace to Matthew Perry yeah he died yesterday in the pool um that's so sad yeah but I, I can't f- even like. A lot of people are saying a lot of things, and I don't. I know that he had like a long history with addiction or whatever. But it's like, damn, he can't even die, and people are like right. arguing yeah. on social media about different things. Also, <laughs> sorry, like, I didn't mean to fuck no, up your joke. It's bro. all, it's sorry, all good. I do miss, um, I do miss when we had lovably problematic people, and and they didn't have to be like of your affinity group for you to respect it. Like, right. it used to be mm-hmm. a time where you'd be like, yeah, that dude's a crackhead, but like. So we just not getting too mad at him. Like, he going to have some antics today, but he going to have some antics tomorrow. So we just not too much on, on this. And, like, he wrote a book or something. And in the book he said, like, a thing about how uh, River Phoenix died. But he was like, Keanu Reeves should have died. And then it was like he apologized right. immediately because right. everybody loved Keanu. He was like, and basically his excuse was like, man, I'll be on drugs, dog. I, like, right. <laughs> Like I, I'm not a happy person. I'll be fucking up. I'm sorry. And and people mostly kind of let it go because right. that's his reputation. But I think there's a silver lining to this, and that is all the black people that watch Friends finally got a moment to not be ashamed yesterday. Right. And it felt good, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like I'm not even joking. I felt mm-hmm. good for them. I was like, y'all can live y'all truth because w- the way Twitter has black Twitter has re like purposed all that history right. into like. Black people hate friends, don't know any of the actors from it. None of us ever watched it. Living single to real friends. Right. They stole it. We all knew at the time. We was like, it's like a very like retconning of history. Where I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm pretty yeah. sure Friends was the biggest show 
it on Earth on at Earth. one point. It was. Yeah. It, they was getting paid. Mi- every, everyone right. that was getting paid millions of dollars To the per point episode. where I remember black people being upset there weren't enough black people on the show. Like, right. we and watching they had it. Aisha Tyler. Right. <laughs> like, we're watching it. Where the fuck are the blacks? And, like, so it's, I said, good for y'all. I saw, and people were quote tweeting that, going like, <laughs> Yes, thank you. You finally see me. I, I yes, I love friends, and I'm rest in peace. I'm gonna miss him. I miss the show, all this stuff. And I was like, good for y'all, cause these white people ain't famous for just nothing. So right, good, good right. for y'all, black. It, it put like this: even if you didn't watch the show, if you were of that era and of that time, they were everywhere. So you knew their everywhere. faces, and you knew that they were on the show. And that's why I was like, oh, because you know, I hate when shows that I loved as you know being younger and as a kid, you know, the people uh, are no longer with us. Yeah. Um, I uh, mm-hmm. I was uh, I know I fit the description, but I I didn't watch Friends on purpose. But you can't avoid it. The nail shop I used to go to would play it just on loop, and like a really good friend of mine at the time. They so like I know all the characters and the plot points or whatever. Um, but I've never like sat down and been like I'm gonna watch Friends. Same thing with uh, Seinfeld. Like mm-hmm. I've seen things, and because my dog was named Seven, and everybody was like, Oh, Seinfeld. I'm like, No idea. So I had mm-hmm. to learn what that was. Uh, but it's so funny to to me. I'm like, oh, Matthew Perry, he's from Fools Rush In, and da, 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 da. but like the whole wide world knows this man from France. I right. just I don't know his work as as Chandler. And I here's the say. thing: I didn't really watch Friends. I didn't really yeah. watch it. I don't I don't know if I've ever watched a full episode of Friends. But I recognize the cultural touchstone that it me was. Too. Yeah, and yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and so you know me, man. I'm not the, I'm not a contrarian, but I'm just fiercely trying to hold on to reality. So I'm like, right. when black people was on some like nobody watched, I'm like, okay, that, that can't be true. All right, this wasn't the number one <laughs> yeah. show in the country for have, years. Have for no y'all, reason. have y'all on Twitter representing you know blacks for whatever grew up in white spaces so i know y'all watched it right <laughs> blacks for whatever <laughs> you know, y'all know the type y'all know the type yep. mm-hmm. like i'm mm-hmm. i'd speak for all the blacks in this section it's like because you don't know no other blacks so that you thought i'll speak for us all that you met the yeah. other ones it was like oh no these niggas don't like me um <laughs> quick question for white people this is something i was thinking about listening to some white music how much is a midnight train ticket from South Detroit to anywhere? You know? Cause like That's a good question. I don't know. It didn't sound Does the like the train even run at midnight? It didn't sound like these white people was doing the best in this song. So like, how they even afford that shit? Um I was in I was in the only white people write in for the answer to that. I know we don't know. Um They I was in the when we were at the Hornets game. They did have a moment where they had, like, they do this section where, like, they watch kids dance, and the kids, mm-hmm. ki- dancing is different now, so the kids do TikTok dances. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. TikTok dances are great for arenas, though, because you stay in one place in your seat. You don't, yes, you yes. know, it's not a lot of movement. You know, they couldn't have did that when we was in the 80s and yeah, shit. Yeah, somebody would have like, lost a shin. Yeah, the kids are dancing. <laughs> motherfuckers been doing the typewriter, the yeah. running man. Like, yeah, people would have been going down left and right. That kid and play thing <laughs> where you jump over your leg. Like, it, it wouldn't have worked because dancing has changed. But mm-hmm. they were doing the TikTok dance segment. And last year they used to do it to um, that. 
I just want to rock. Yes. By the way, if you haven't seen that and felt that in the arena, that's when you understand the song. Like, yes. Maybe mm-hmm. like I know a lot of people was like, I don't get it. What's so good? You got to be in the arena and watch everybody get yeah. hyped. And it's and it's super loud too. And, and and it was the thing. I'm old, so I didn't know it was a TikTok dance because when it first happened, I could say. Why the fuck is all these kids jumping up and why is they slamming well, their sides? They don't say TikTok dance. They just say it's a like, you know, like we got the dance cam, but the kids now, they all do the fucking flaws. Yeah, and, that are, and uh, they call one of them like the Fortnite dance or yeah. something like that. I was like, oh. So here's the thing, though, guys. I'm not proud of this, but I had a moment, a little bit, a little respectability moment inside myself. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. The kids was dancing to Ski Yee. They were. <laughs> <laughs> It was a kid's bop version. Did you jump on the side of the maggot? Did you maggot out? Really? I, had a, I had a moment. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> It was a kid's bop version. I was like, I don't think I heard this. Ver- what? What well, is happening? I don't think it. No, it wasn't the kid's bop version. It was oh. the regular version, but they just blank out the cuss words. Oh, which okay. Is what that's they why I was like, <laughs> but, I mean, bop? even with the cuss words blanked out of Ski Yee, it's pretty, it's, it, it's yeah. out there. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, what is happening? So I just, I just noticed, like, I, I had a little Republican moment of like, oh, <laughs> oh what? no, did you society? Cut your what is happening to our society right now? <laughs> what that is the happening children to the kids? Are dancing to the <laughs> ski ye? We the wonder- same thing happened to me like twice this week. I was on a college campus, and the way some of the young people was dressed going to class, I had to, I had to mm. be like, no, 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 you're just old. Yeah, yeah, you have to remind but yourself you're old, right? I used to wear pajama pants and shit to class too, yeah, but some yes, of the, the, the young people are wearing like underwear, and I'm like, yeah, we, I yeah, I've we seen that. that. We did that too. We did that too. We did. Um, like I just, but for the the first minute, I was like, <gasps> right. Like, oh no! I had, to, I had to catch myself. I had to remember right. my values. You go, oh no, right. yeah, yeah. We, uh, they're not going to work in a corporate environment yeah. like like they. This is their free time. So okay, I get it. It was just a brief they moment to be here. Yeah. They paying right. So what would you want? All that motherfucking tuition, pay mm-hmm. what you want. <laughs> what was, would you want? It was just a brief Republican moment. That's all. It was yes. just like a brief yes. like it did. It passed real fast, but it was like a, like it was like a, I was like, man, what's up? those songs? I know this yeah. song. It was, it was I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Wait, this I, is a, an amazing sketch. Brief Republican moment. Yeah, <laughs> you're like <laughs> walking down the street and a group of young black kids is around you and you like grab your Listen. purse. And you're like. <laughs> I've had them. <laughs> yeah. We've all, we've all had them. You'll catch yourself. You'll be like, oh, we've oh all what's had wrong em. with me? Oh, this is getting old. My bad. I'm so sorry. Like, especially like, I understand. Most of us are coming from a lifetime of conditioning of yes. bullshit, whether it be right. like religion, conservatism, uh-huh. being in the South. Mm-hmm. Like, you just had these moments where you'd be like, oh, shit. Like, you know, um, uh, like and, it, and it's stuff you agree with like it's not even stuff it's like i'm not who is this person that jumped out of me for a sec get back in there what the fuck <laughs> like, I feel like, I, like i'm uh, i'm a little gay uh, whatever i've always been a little gay i'm just openly admitting it now mm-hmm. and i had a brief republican moment in the kitchen where i was like what if you fall in love like all well, this yeah. stuff that i believe <laughs> yes everything that i believe yes all the things that i have done right i thought for a second for a millisecond like it jumped out <laughs> that brief republican moment yeah. right i was like shut up you just look in the mirror and it's you but you got on glasses and a bow tie <laughs> and your haircut your hair is all fucked up my hair <laughs> fucked up my yeah. ends need a trim right. like, oh, oh go back in there oh, no. what, what happened look like you ain't grease your hair in days you're like oh no 
Right. <laughs> like I was, I was playing, I was watching an anime about um, it's it's on Netflix and it's it's based off a video game or whatever. It's called something Falcon, like Cyber Falcon or Laser Falcon or some shit like that, whatever. Um, but the main character is gay. And not just gay, but, like, it's a very, like, sexy show. It's not, like, it's the thing that we want on TV right. where it's, like, if it was a straight couple, they'd be kissing. But when it's a gay couple, they hug, you know. Mm -hmm. So as soon as they start tonguing each other down, I was like, oh, oh, wait. No, this is, okay, yes. This is about, <laughs> why, why, why has this never happened before? But I had that moment of, like, what happened, what happened there? Did, oh, 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 he's gay. Oh, Okay, yeah. Right. Okay, right. okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. You went, you so he gonna fuck this nigga. Okay, okay. well, yeah, yeah you, you, that's his man. You went prepared for it, yes. <laughs> Why wouldn't he fuck this man? Like, yeah, they in love. It was a quick, just a brief second. <laughs> just my haircut got fucked up. My my glasses was dirty. I was wearing a bow tie next to me. It was, oh no! Like, get back in there. But, yeah, I was ashy. <laughs> since, since it's Sunday, I do want to evangelize really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, Y'all talked about it briefly on a show. I was catching up. I was like three weeks behind, so I have no idea when it was. But the show uh, Naked Attraction. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Uh, mm. It's my Roman Empire. <laughs> it's all I can talk about. Everybody who sits and talks to me, I have to tell you about Naked Attraction. It's a, it's a dating show where everybody is naked except mm -hmm. for the person picking the people. And they raise up the little thing like a part at a time mm -hmm. to the face and then the voice being the last thing. And then the person whittles it down to two people. And then they get naked and come out and pick the person. Then they go on a date. And the amazing thing about the show is that they have every kind of body. And it really, like, puts you in a... Because they do it in a scientific way. And they'll, like, interject little scientific thoughts about attraction and whatever, whatever. But you get to see every kind of mm -hmm. every part. And it really puts you in a position to be like, oh, wow. Everybody has a body and right. a mm -hmm. something on that body is attractive right. to me, even to me. Correct. Um, like every kind of penis, every kind of vagina, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's it's often they the person in a bigger body, they don't go first, but they'll right. go like second and they'll be the most attractive person. And mm -hmm. every time they raise up to the face, the person's like, Oh damn, like right. damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because they already done kicked them out or whatever. Right. Oh mm -hmm. man, that is the worst. So you, they they reveal you when right. you get kicked out, uh, and it's typically, in my opinion, right. the person that has a bigger body always is like facially the most attractive, mm -hmm. and then there's like a bunch of frogs with like it makes sense though because like, like look at Hollywood, man. When you get older, what's the thing? They start doing all the face surgery and shit, and they be mm -hmm. like, you got to put some fillers in your face. I'm fat, man. Mm -hmm. I got the fillers already, dog. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be good up here. I'm gonna be good for a while. It's, yeah. Y'all want this. Y'all want y'all putting yeah. the collagen in. I already it's natural over here, baby. Um but but, I, but <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not like a very uh, uh for myself, yeah. I'm not like a very body confident person. Right. But the show is really helping with that because now like I'm spending more time naked because I'm actually seeing bodies that look right. like mine. And the creator of the show was saying in this article that it's kind of like the opposite of Love Island and those mm. type of shows where people are like in their bikini. He's like, those people, those shows are designed to make you feel bad about yourself. Yes. Like our show is designed to make you feel good about yourself. Yes. And it really does. It really does. Yeah. yeah. And also something I've realized too, and this might sound minor, 
but something that kind of helped me kind of love my body more is whenever I get out the shower, but I actually just, st- just look in the mirror and stare at my body. Mm-hmm. I don't cover it up. I don't automatically go to lotion and down. All that stuff. I just stare at it like it, yep. it in its natural form. And when you do that, you'll start appreciating that. And also, you can tell if people paid more attention to their body, they could tell if their body was actually going through something because sometimes we're so busy yep. just covering, 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 covering that sometimes you might not notice that there might be, you know, small molds for them. And not trying funny or something like that because you never actually took the time to get to know, know and notice your own body. Um, it also reminds me of my idea for a dating show, which is Glory Hole. So the Glory Hole. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> we, we, we don't reveal the whole bodies. It's just like a circle in a, um, in a, in the wall. <laughs> and then you go ahead and get the sex out of the way first. So everybody mm-hmm, sees mm-hmm. it. They're sexually compatible immediately. I feel that. And then yeah, yeah. if you're sexually compatible, then you can go on a date. You know, and okay, see if you like okay. the person. Go ahead and get the tension over there. Yeah, because I feel like that right. also is a big stigma that a lot of people have. A lot of worry. People worry about sex and yeah, when do you have sex? Gonna be the good. first date, yeah. the third date. Am I gonna be a hoe? Da-da? No, everybody's a hoe at the right. glory hole. We all we all fucking <laughs> each other. We all doing all the sex through the wall. And then it's like, what's your personality like? Let's go out and have some food. We already did the glory hole sex. So anyway, right. I think it's a great idea. I, I would be willing to host. The other banter thing, too, is I got so fucking high at the Hornets game. Oh, my God. Yes, you did. I thought oh something was wrong. my fucking God. All of a sudden, I was talking to Roger. Also, he got real quiet. I, kept, I was like, shit was happening in the game. He wouldn't respond. I was like, are you okay? Because I, right? I was just trying to keep it together. <laughs> Like I was closing my eyes and seeing colors and shit. I was just like, oh, you know, you know, I'm somewhat of a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should carry. It sounds odd, but carry around some like peppercorns. And if you That's ever what I get hear. like so high that you think you're about to die, just like chew on a peppercorn and that shit will go away. I just, but I'm a firm believer in like this is why you got on the ride. Right. So just be on the That's ride. That's what I like, did. Don't, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, he, he yeah. I just talked yeah. myself through it. I said, "Listen, man, right. Right, f- don't fight it. Go with it. Because yeah. if you fight it, it's just gonna make it last long. It's gonna feel mm-hmm. worse." Yeah. And so I just, I just leaned into it and was yeah. like, "You know, fuck it. I'm just in this chair, space coasting up this bitch." Yeah. And it was a. It, I was not nearly as mad at, at at the game as other people was mad at the game because I was like. You know, we all won, and this game is just here to distract <laughs> us from the fact that we're all slowly dying and we won't be here one right. day. So right. these points don't really matter, and they're trying their best. So yeah, that, let's just calm down. Yeah, that, that's where Roderick's brain was, and uh, 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 you know, because we we pay for the fancy tickets. We had a buffet, so child, we would just eat in and drink it all. You can it's eat a, and drink. Listen, it's a great place to be hot. Mm-hmm. Because like, have you ever gone to a Hornets game on weed? Come on, <laughs> I was out here like. Karen, can we have some more cookies? Yes, it was all you can eat, child. We yeah. were eating it up. I was eating cookies and sandwiches and shit, and people was drinking me cokes. It was amazing, but yeah, I was, I was, I did tell her like, uh, as soon as it started hitting, I was like, oh, you have to drive. So you'll be, you'll be taking us home tonight. I'm volunteering you. This motherfucking this edible was hitting. Um, that edible, uh, that edible was sitting next to you, rubbing your back and shit. Like, hey, listen, how's it, do? How's it, it going? was it was oscillating. It was oscillating between like, 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 are you too high? Are you gonna motherfucking? Are you about right. to die, bitch? Are you about to? Yeah. This, 
Is your heart rate going up, nigga? Check your Fitbit. And then it would you gotta be like, do, you gotta tell yourself the same story. I'm actually not gonna die. Right. I'm I'm not actually going to die right now. I'm gonna now. be all right. <laughs> that like that's, yeah. so the edible will go there and then like two minutes later the edible will be like, This is the greatest fucking experience of our lifetime. Huh? Of my life. Of we, my life. I can't, I can't even believe we here. You should be so proud of yourself. You made it. You doing right. it. Like your, your inner child is like, look how cool you are. Right. <laughs> Off of 10 milligrams. Right. It's, it's like some, right, exactly. It's some people, it's some people behind us that's doing their own thing. I'm like, do they know I'm high? Are they looking right. at me? Yeah, they paying you no attention. They're probably like, this old man is tripping. He's high as hell. <laughs> like, no one gives, and then, uh, then they would come back. No one gives a fuck about you. Everyone's watching the game. Yeah. It's fine. So, and Karen said she noticed I was high, but honestly, she didn't notice for a long time. Like, Not for a long time. I was, I was gone for a quarter and a half before Karen was like, you okay? Yeah, but I just, I, I, I didn't pay attention because everything was normal. And then all of a sudden it just got, Silent. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, she was like, You okay? I was like, I'm extremely I'm extremely high. <laughs> yeah, the silence. I watching the game, I'm fussing and I hear no response after a while. I kept saying, Something not right. He not responding to to, to LaMelo getting thrown past half court. What is happening? But truth was he was responding, mm-hmm. just like inside. Like it was saying, inside. Yes. Like, I, I was like oh no i hope he's okay <laughs> i wish i knew how to express that but we don't need to do that it's why more people should do weed i'm telling you the world mm-hmm. would be such a more relaxed place they'd be a lot more mellow you do have you do have that moment of like oh am i going to die uh but it doesn't mm-hmm. last and it's not like P- pcp or some shit you're not right. gonna fucking Try to pull the emergency handle in the cockpit of the right. fucking plane. Right. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, that's, I, I still, I, and this is just how my brain is all wired, but in my brain, that is still the funniest fucking thing, and I wish they had it on tape. Like, I know, and maybe it's on tape somewhere, Ooh. but I, my real tears thinking about like this man saying, I am not okay, and then pulling the fucking engine turn off button. Oh my god, that's a great! You know they beat his ass. I would beat the shit. And then when they kicked him out that flight attendant, he uh, out the cockpit. He told the flight attendant like, "You need to cuff me." I'm like, "Oh, you ain't got to worry. You're not fitting to be conscious, buddy. Don't worry about the cuffs." I'm about to beat your ass. Right. That's the least <laughs> of your work. Oh, man. I couldn't work on a plane. If I was yeah. that flight attendant, no, as soon as yeah. he came out, I'd be like, this motherfucker tried to crash the plane, everybody. <laughs> hey. He tried to crash the plane. Everybody beat his ass. Right. The group project. Okay. Yeah. First class. Y'all first. First class. Y'all get y'all, get y'all licks first. Then we go in business class. Right. Because y'all, y'all at the front of the plane. Economy. Like, don't worry. Economy. We know y'all the angriest. Y'all gonna go last. Right. Don't worry. Y'all, y'all, y'all the upsettest. <laughs> motherfucker. And, 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 you, and you're like, I'm still on the clock. Mama. Y'all not. Right. <laughs> the, the pilot turned into a black mama like, right. right. When I land this plane, right. that's your ass. That's right. your ass. Okay. Okay. Like when you will fuck up in church. Okay. 
Listen. Oh and, and they was all white because the, the, the dude was like, yeah, it was like a little scuffle. I was like, man, they'd have been like, we found him. His eyes was black. He had a broken, because you know what? Them five seconds would have turned until we got to the and motherfucking it's two, ground. it's two co-pilots, so I would have been like, all right, you fly the plane and I let me get and like, beat his ass. let me get 45 <laughs> seconds, then I'm going to fly. You get your 45, <laughs> then we're going to let the passengers get some because this motherfucker out of his goddamn mind. Right, going to kill us all. Fuck you doing with mushrooms? Yo, is that your first, the first try? Time. First try? You gonna do it in the cockpit, nigga? What the fuck? No, <laughs> you know, from I've never done it. From what I heard, you need a guide. So no, thank you. Thank God, this is day so off. He said he did them um, like two days before, and he was having like after. Effect. I don't know. I've never done right. mushrooms. The first time I saw somebody on mushrooms, this girl threw up everything she ever ate. That's what I heard. In life. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." What if I see my face and it melts, and I can never look at my face again? You know how much I like looking at my face. They lost what the fuck me. I'm gonna do. They lost me at throw up and shit. You lost me. Yeah, that's, that's not my yeah. drugs. That's not my drugs of choice, dog. That's yeah. I already have too much stress around those two things in my life. I don't want right. to add some additional. Well, we 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 motherfucking taking it up to the hard level. Nah, I like I, I right. don't want all Madden. On my drugs. Just some minor, some minor psychosis mm-hmm. that may extend after you take the drugs. Like, mm-hmm. no, yeah, I'm no. good. Mm-mm. I like to have an off time. I like to have yeah. something in mind where I'm like, and then I won't be high eventually. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they lost me with LSD when they said you could have a flashback. I said, nigga, what? Hold on now. Mm-mm. It was like, yeah, years later he was driving on the highway and he just had a flashback. Like, nah, man, that's that, that's too, who who made these drugs? That's too much. Drugs. Yeah, not good. It's too much. Yeah, I was at a party one time, and this girl was like, "Have you ever taken? I think it was um, like a mild horse tranquilizer or some shit, some some drug that she was like, yeah, it's supposed to mimic the moment you die." I'm like, I only want to do that once, and quiet as is kept, I don't even want to do it that time. Right, that how I, I mimic- like to be as unaware as possible. And how do y'all know? And how right. do y'all know? <laughs> how do you Ooh, even fucking it. know, dog? Yeah, the, the, the drug, they were like, would you like a drug that takes you to death and cross over and come back? No, thank you. I'm right. good on that no. type of drug. Right. No. I don't even like that water they call liquid death. Like, y'all calm down. Right. You know, I've stayed away from it because of the name. I know I'm racist, but I was like, bitch, you call liquid death. I'm good. Calm down. What the fuck? All right, that's been our banter, y'all. Let's get into some other segments. But first, I have to play some more of this dope-ass music. As fellow food connoisseurs, uh, allow me to take a detour to look smacking good for one second. Yeah, Because there is some good news out there, guys. Exciting things are happening at Burger King. Welcome to Burger King. Oh, uh, what's in those new chicken snack wraps? What's in the new what's chicken snack? What's in the snack? new chicken wraps? Mary? Crispy Get it. Yes, that was my ringtone. So, 
not it's not Burger King, but KFC is bringing back its chicken wrap with with, and they add cheese to it. Oh, let's go! Hey, let's go! Let's chicken go. wrap, fried chicken tenders. Oh wait, they got some more new shit. They adding macaroni and cheese to it. Hold on, I ain't never had this one. Hold on. I had to do some macaroni and cheese inside the wrap. Right, I'm gonna have to. I might have you to said, just check it out to see. Did, did you say KFC? Yeah, not since uh, the double down have I at least wanted to like been curious about KFC food. <laughs> yeah, K- 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 I'm mad KFC took away that chicken wedge. They not chicken wedges, but uh, potato wedges. Yeah, they don't do that. When I heard wedges. that on y'all show, I was like, uh, what is the reason? What What's yeah. the reason to going? They hurt me with that one because that was really yeah. all they had left was a potato wedge. That was like when Taco Bell took away that motherfucking Mexican pizza. Yeah. We had to sign a petition. Yeah. Okay. To be like, bring it back. And we got it, it back. back. Okay. My sister in Christ, we did that. <laughs> okay. We did that. They, I was tagging Listen. them. I don't even do this. I was tagging them on social media. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck, bro? And it was during, it was during the middle of a motherfucking pandemic and shit. I'm like, I don't have anything to live for. And you are fucking around? The only time they I leave the house. Them. They fuck, fuck them. They owe me some money because I when I was on Weight Watchers in like 2008, you had to, it was like the point system or whatever. And the Mexican pizza with the thing, it was like all my points for the day. Mm. So I would get it without the meat. And now they're gonna come back talking about the vegetarian version. Like I saw this that. my version. This right. is the Weight Watcher version. The cold version. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> nice try. Yeah, on the low, they those in the chicken tacos, uh, they they won't kill you on the points. But um right. yeah, so they also have one with spicy slaw chicken wrap and just a classic chicken wrap. So they bringing them back Monday. Um and then they'll oh they bringing them back uh november 12th they announced that they announced it uh monday so all right that's what's that's what's that's up like, that's law that's law sound like it might be a little something yeah mm-hmm. yeah see the mac and cheese i'm not really like yeah. convinced with i don't like i'm not a big throw mac and cheese in it guy i think people do too much with that well i'll try a bite just to, to to confirm so we can review it for you know research purposes but yes. the right. slaw one sound like it'll actually be hitting I'll ask Reggie to go try that mac and cheese. Uh, yeah, you know Reggie will try. Reg- Reggie yeah, report back. That. Yeah, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't like what they doing to mac and cheese lately. It's getting out of control. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. They they throwing shit. I'm lobster that, mac and cheese. That, whack. That is uh, oxtail. Yeah. They putting oxtail in the mac and cheese. Yeah. Stop. No. Stop fucking around, everybody. This is not okay. It's called the mac most and I cheese. do is like the fried mac and cheese ball. That, I've had that. Those, that could be hit. Yeah, that could yeah. be hit. Those, are, yeah. they, those can be yeah. delicious. But it was it's good enough by itself. Damn it, we can exactly. stop doing shit to mac and cheese. It's good enough in a traditional baked glass dish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bake it if yeah, bake it if you want to like really throw some yeah. breadcrumbs on that like shit this. or something. Stove top, I'm okay with that. You know, I prefer it baked. My personal preference, but you know, mac and cheese is mac and cheese. Yeah. Sometimes oh. you have a very specific craving for Nickelodeon orange mac and cheese. Right. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that. Totally like, respect. Well, you go. I want mac and cheese, but what I don't want to do is do a seven layer dip of cheeses on this mac and cheese that's too a long. bechamel yeah, yeah so sometimes you like uh, you, right you like i go the short version so that's what i say i do stove top i'm not against that yeah we just we just really got over the whole like throwing the cheetos dust on everything like we really just came out of that that was my own we personal did. pandemic 
of niggas that can't cook throwing that Cheetos dust on shit, being like, oh, ain't it hot now? I'm like, not no, really. Not really. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. I, as a person who's north of 40, mm-hmm. don't give me hot stuff. My booty hole is a very sensitive right. area okay. as we age. You know, mm-hmm. you got to be gentle with mm-hmm. the, the the exit. Exactly. You got to yeah. be careful. And my thing is when they do it, they always do the traditional one. What happened to me, the Blue Ranch people? The cool, I mean, the cool ranch people. Don't mm. nobody ever put cool ranch cool on anything. Ranch had, cool ranch had a moment too, but I just think but y'all should stop putting moment. the processed chips on the the food that's not processed. It, it, I just don't get it. I don't get. I don't get the allure. I feel like y'all just fucking up regular good food. It's, oh, it's that. devil. It's, I made some deviled eggs with fucking flaming hot Cheeto dust. Like nigga, why? Mm. We. Mm. You know what I do when I want flaming hot Cheetos? You know what I do? Eat some flaming hot Cheetos. That's yeah, uh, it's a new concept. Up. It's revolutionary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have for- y'all have y'all tried the um, Mexican corn Cheetos? No, no. I haven't seen the them Mexican right street here. corn. If you see them, they in a light lime green bag. Get them. Get them. Okay. Get them. All right, I'm on the lookout. And the um the Funyun flavored Ruffles. Oh, that okay. sounds delicious. Okay. I'm on the lookout. Thank you for putting me on. Um, mm-hmm. speaking of. <laughs> This is going to sound way more salacious than I meant, but speaking of flaming out, Mike Pence has ended his 2024 presidential bid. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Um, I didn't know this was the gay news. Yeah, I didn't. Like, I was like, this is a great segue. Then I seen the, I was like, oh, fuck. Well, not, not, not the way y'all think, but it's a great segue. Anyway. No, my, um, everybody knew he wasn't going to last. I don't understand. His, his milk toke ass uh, out there with, with no point perspective talking about vote for me. Get out of here, sir. He, re, he, was, he uh, ended his um, bid at the Republican Jewish Coalition Conference in Las Vegas, Nevada. He said, it's become clear to me this is not my time. It ain't never going to be your time. and It was never his time well, the and, whole and, time. And, and people have not been giving him money like from the beginning. Like when they did them polls and shit, they was like, no, nigga, not you. Yeah. Did he think the people shouting hang Mike Pence were then going to vote for him? Like I don't right. understand what he thought was going to happen. Especially when you didn't embrace being an antagonist. I just don't understand <laughs> this man. I don't understand Republicans in general. These are the most cowardly, craven people on the planet because... Yeah. To me, if you really want that Trump voter, it's the easiest thing to do is you just got to be an asshole. Yep, and double down. Like, he should have been out here like, man, fuck Donald Trump. Fuck these mm-hmm. people that said they gonna kill me. I, I wish y'all would run up on me. I'm Mike Pierce, bitch. And everybody right. would have had to give some level of deference to like, well, shit, he a real one. Like, the rest of us scared to say we don't like Trump because his voters won't fuck with us. He the only one willing to say the truth. He's gonna pick up some... It's, it's the only strategy to pick up some votes. Right. The, mm-hmm. Everything else, this whole, like, I love Donald Trump, but, you know, he did mm-hmm. try to kill me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm sorry he tried to kill me, everybody. I'm you sorry. are not trying to win. Uh, listen, I don't mean him any ill will. I wouldn't put him in jail if it was me. Okay? He just tried to kill me and my family. But I wouldn't put him in jail for that. Like, fuck you. That's not going to win. It's incredible because all of those candidates are basically auditioning to be the vice president. Right. He was the vice president he fucked that up he can't do that again chris christie has a little bit of balls to like speak out but against donald trump, trump don't nobody like fuck with yeah, saying, yeah, yeah nobody fuck with chris christie mm-hmm. if i was mike pence i would have came out blazing like nigga wear a wig keep right. on makeup Damn. like 
Uh, he had COVID. He almost died from the fucking COVID. He stopped wearing a mask because his self-tanner was coming off on the inside. I would be spilling all the tea. I would talk so much shit about him, his kids. I, I would just yep. copy and paste Twitter as my fucking... Yep. Like, my debate notes would just be tweets. It'd just be like, oh... <laughs> That's why your hair look like this. You know what I'm saying? That's why your daughter, you want to fuck your daughter, don't you? <laughs> They'd be like, God damn, get this tell, man off stage. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell the voters uh, his actual opinion of them. Like, right. This is what he'd be saying about y'all. Right. FYI. Like, they be asking me policy questions and shit. Like, what are you going to do about climate change? I'd be like, I think we should change the fact that he want to fuck his daughter. How about that? That ain't weird to y'all? Y'all okay with that climate in the White House? Everybody right. like, Mike Pence, is, you got to get him off stage. They were like, he turned the debate into a roast battle. Right. This nigga ain't, this nigga say he weigh the same as Cam Newton. That don't make no sense. Look at him. Not Look at a, him, America. Not, not with a belly like that. Right. Yeah, that ever like, sir. He need to turn into like an evangelical preacher and just start fucking pointing out his sins. Yes. I mean, you you the one that's religious. Anyway. Right. Um, in other news, let's talk about Joe Biden. His administration initiates an effort to convert vacant offices into affordable housing. People have been saying that that's what they should do for years. That's a great idea. I'm, but mm-hmm. he supports genocide, Rod. Yeah. And we did well. not get stimulus checks. And he will not pay off our student loans. So right. we should hand over all three branches of the government <laughs> to the other motherfuckers yeah, because the, they're going to be right. so much better at it. Right. Yeah, we're, we're not going to vote. We're going to waste our vote on third parties who's never have a chance to win because that's what we do. Yeah. And I don't mean to belittle the situation. Yeah. Like, I understand the anger and the hurt. Agreed. I don't understand why we've we've started to turn on each other online right. and started fighting about that shit. Like, and like, a vote, don't vote. Like, I don't. I just don't understand what is the reason to be like shouting at each other about it. Because what can we do? There's a handful of evil men who love power in the world who are using the rest of us as pawns. What are what can we do? People say that like during Nazi Germany, during the that people just turned a blind eye and the world watched this happen. I probably believe that people was like going to work and try to feed their family and taking care of their elderly family members. That's, like that's the whole I, point. Like, <laughs> We're living through the shit right now. What am I supposed to do? What am I? The very littlest of things that I can do that makes me feel like I can help is vote. So that's what I'm going to do. If you want to use your power and not vote, that's on you. I just don't understand why we are all fighting each other. Yeah, I think uh, I was on the Karen Hunter show yesterday or two days ago, and we had a caller that was calling in about how she's not voting this time and stuff. And, um, you know, I just asked her a few simple questions that kind of shut everything down. Like, I think she couldn't deal with the conundrum happening in her own brain. But I was like, okay, because she was like, listen, I drive people to the poll. I encourage people to vote. I do this. I'm in Texas. I I said, okay, what you're a very liberal person of the goals that you would like to see accomplished in your life. What would be better without Biden as president? for your goals because you because she wasn't just a one person voter it was a a one one issue voter she had a bunch of issues i was like which of these issues are going to help because he's not in office and because you know it'll be donald trump or some republican Mm -hmm. what what won't be harmed that you're into and then she just couldn't really come anything And i think people are just dealing with like it's an emotional response and i just think at, at the age i'm at and just the way 
we were introduced to politics as kids we weren't introduced to these being our buddies and Mm -mm, i think right for a lot of the kids that especially those who were kind of spoiled by growing up in the obama era they really feel like a president is supposed to be a buddy and like yeah. I want to be able to go down his house and like <laughs> kick it with him. And I'm like, yeah, it's just a job. Even when it was Obama, I felt like it was a job. And I thought he was a really good president, very cool president, all that shit. But it was always like, but he has a job to do. And and the job is not a, a nice job. It's a job of right. controlling an empire. Yeah. And also, like yeah. you say, the way we were introduced to it was different. Uh, a lot of us were introduced to it, you know, older generations who, you know, a lot of them were alive when Martin Luther King and civil rights, like they've been through some shit. So they like, nigga, get your black ass out there well, and goddamn vote. What I mean is like, even in school, we had civics and then we had True. the, um, during the presidential election, we did the kids election where we kids would yeah, vote. We did that. And so we weren't introduced and it wasn't sexy. It was fucking like Ronald Reagan and George W. Bush. And like, it wasn't this like, like this superstar shit <laughs> that people want now where your politicians are your celebrities. I think it kind of, I think it kind of has always been that just in a different way, because ever since the advent of television, more attractive candidates started winning, like all them frog looking dudes were all before like photographs and stuff. And then like with Kennedy, we kind of turned a corner where the whole country was like obsessing over our young quote unquote attractive president and his beautiful wife. I think the Kennedy, I think a JFK started all that, but I think what's different um, now, at least from my perspective is like people don't care. It's just like, am is my life good or bad? And I'm going to point to the person in power um, based off of those conditions. And I and a lot of the young people who or not even necessarily young people, like progressive people who are over Biden, like there people are saying things like, if I'm a Muslim American, you think I'm gonna calm down about this come election time. But like the other president has enacted a travel ban against Muslim countries. So I don't I, like it's it sucks. I get it. And everybody wants to argue the lesser of two evils, but I just want to know like by not voting or giving up or going third party, the other evil, like right. what are they going to do right. that is going to be better? Right. Better. And, and, Let's and, say you get a stimulus check. What are they going to do about the policy on the world stage? Like that stuff. Yeah. Well, even then you didn't even get the stimulus check from like from them specifically. Like Biden put out, gave us a, a stimulus check when he got an office that was bigger than that, you know, like, and yeah. of course Trump did not want to get through the stimulus check and it threw his name on it at the last second and delayed it because it was like my signature got to be and I was like yeah, well, and it's stuff that's easily accessible easily you can learn it is not it wasn't hidden at the time it was written about but I think people don't want that but here's the thing I don't think it's about um even a like I think the Kennedy thing is almost like an outlier like the celebrity president thing is different than the attractive president because we've had some ugly presidents since then um george h bush won in like 1988 against michael dukakis and michael dukakis is serving face completely really attractive that. man yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. face card so, never declined yeah so it, to me it feels like um the but the celebrity of it that's how like as ugly as trump is he's a celebrity to them yes he's he's, he's the uh reality tv show villain that yes. is my brother and i talked about that there's uh, people love a villain 
They right. love a villain. And they thought it was funny. It was a novelty. It was a gag. The Republican yes, that's Party why they didn't take it seriously. Was, yep. The Republican Party thought he was stupid and that he would bend to their will and they would get whatever they want. So they went full throat to support for him. And then he went fucking rogue because he can't read. Right. And the thing that gets lost with Obama is they tried to reduce him to a celebrity, but he's a politician and a person that takes doing the job seriously. So, like, yeah. that was the Republicans, like, pushback on him. Like, he's just a celebrity. It's like, I don't know, every time he opens his mouth, he sounds like he has thought-out policy positions. So it's not really doing anything for me that y'all call him a celebrity. He just happens to be much more popular than y'all, and people like him more than y'all. And so y'all think that's a knock. But what did they go do? They went and got an actual bona fide, he's only been a celebrity person to run the country because they do believe in that bullshit. And he's not, like I said, he's not an attractive man. It's just mm -hmm. we we got one. We we got ours. So um Yeah. Bill yeah. Bill Clinton too, he was a celebrity president. But yeah. in because like I remember when he went on Arsenio, Arsenio. Hall. Yeah, people would call that pandering these days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Somehow he's immune to it, but yeah, he was pandering yeah. like shit. And then I think yeah. he had all the black men vote because he like pogs, and they was they was into that. They was like, "Well, mm -hmm. you see these women that he getting accused of harassing? They thick." Right. And then it was like, "They go to black vote." He was cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Biden administration. I, the thing I was gonna say I like about them is they can be pushed. And yes. Yeah. He's his administration and and him to a certain extent are probably the most receptive I've ever seen to yeah, like was like the public pushing on things and I kind of like that um even in even in the the uh conflict happening um in, in Gaza right now there's statements that he's put out that people within his administration have been saying like oh we would like him to say blank but the upper management in the administration is shutting us down. We're not getting through. And then he basically goes around them and says it like, no, we, I, we, you should delay the, the ground war. Um, you need humanitarian aid. We, no, we need a pause in this conflict. Um, so I think, you know, it's never going to be as good as Twitter would need it to be, but it ne it's there's never, never going to be a president fast. that can do that. Right. Um, but yeah, this idea is one that I've seen floated around on like Twitter and in like podcasts and stuff to hear the administration be like, that's a great idea. We're they announced on uh, Friday the federal initiative involves multiple departments to address the shortage of affordable housing and surplus of vacant office buildings due to the pandemic. Um, this presents an area of opportunity to both increase housing supply while revitalizing main streets. It's a win-win, says Lael Brainerd, director of the National Economic Council. We're utilizing resources from across the government. Yeah, and something that uh, you kind of talked about, particularly in New York City with the Airbnb and the way that's structured, it's one thing to be like, hey, we're going to limit and put restrictions on it, but what you actually need to do is come in and force people to actually take those spots and make them aff yeah, I, affordable like, housing. If not, it's not going to make a difference. Yeah, that was the thing for me was uh, when they talked about the Airbnb stuff, I was like, yeah, that'll be a little good for the rent, but it's not going to fix the rent the way it's supposed to mm -mm. because too many of these buildings is vacant. If you just fucking take some of that downtown space and turn it into fucking like apartments, that'll the rent will come down real fast. Because then you got more mm -hmm. buildings than people and shit. Right now, it's, it's way more people than builders. Niggas living in fucking... A, a loft and it's four people in that shit that ain't supposed to happen mm -mm. um in news that's that's uh not really news i just i'm surprised that it's just now being brought up but black china says tiger started dating kylie jenner when she was 16 
she was underage. People have been saying that. And I, the whole time, we, we've been talking about this for years. I was like, nobody's going to talk about her being a fucking child. Her being a child is irrelevant. I was like, no. I was The whole time, I was like, this is a child. This is a child. Everybody act like this is okay. This is not okay. I understand the celebrities, but this shit don't make no sense. Yep. Um, yeah, Black China's opening up about her breakup with Tyga. Um, she says that he began talking to Jenner when she was still a teenager, leading to their split. I felt I feel like it ran its course, and then he started talking to Kylie at the time, which she was like sixteen or something. Yeah, I was engaged and stuff, so that's kind of what <laughs> ended it. She said on the Vile Files. I don't know that podcast, but yeah, that's um, that's Nick Vile. He was a former contestant on The Bachelorette and also went on to become The Bachelor, I believe. Oh, thank All you. All right. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. white people news. White people news. <laughs> Come on, white people encyclopedia. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, they. So I, I always thought it was weird. It is interesting that it's now only coming up, kind of, because she's telling her story, but. You know, I get it. Games to be sold, not told. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to knock you, but I, it just felt like that should have been a bigger deal when it was happening. And yes, every time we ever talked about it on the show, I'd be like, but ain't she like 16? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, our girl, her mom and them knew and didn't care. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, with Juwan said, yeah, the, the mom and them knew. So they knew. She was what pimping. What we supposed to do. Listen. Yeah, what we supposed to do. The way they, they let her get plastic surgery and shit at a young age so they probably were like it's fine chris jenner is gonna listen chris jenner is the original um travis kelsey and their mama like she momaged them people that she had them on the stroll one day I, i'm i hope to have my moment mm-hmm. when black people especially black women will acknowledge chris jenner for her contributions to society yes because you want to talk about making something out of nothing child yes, you want to talk about a, a dollar and a dream you want to talk about a whole a, dynasty a, a, vagina, a vagina that birthed a dynasty and don't Come get on. me started on the diversity and inclusion she got going Listen. on over there because everyone can get in the mess okay she see potential in the uh, uh, look black china and them was over there like the fact that they was even over there all tells you a lot okay she had everybody on the stroll. The son, she like, listen, okay? We cucking America. We not turning nobody down, okay? Mm-hmm. Athletes, rappers. She she, she was like, so we not on eat no more. What, bitch? We going to Hulu. This train never going to stop. Oh, your mic. We can't. I don't think we can hear you for your mic. Oh, okay. Give us a second. Oh, uh, but yeah, yeah, Chris, Chris, she the blueprint. All these moms coming after her trying to pimp their kids. It, like, it, it ain't the same. Like Travis Kelsey mom already fucking up. She tried to downplay her him being with Taylor Swift. I was like, no, no baby. you need to embrace that. You lean into that. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't. You talking about it was just okay. No, fam. No, this the whole point. Yeah, like put it like this. You got to understand that you're not the number one bitch. You just manage. Like your yeah. job is to be behind the scenes and pop up every now and then. But she, she but, got jealous because she ain't on the motherfucking uh she 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 do them Campbell soup commercials with them and shit. And she was like, I'm supposed to be the queen bitch. It's like, no, no manage from behind the scenes. Use everybody. Use everybody. Yes, child. Ain't child the Kardashians child if Taylor Swift was tied up with them we never hit a fucking end of it right yeah they lied on Taylor Swift we didn't hit the end of it right that was a mess uh Cardi B is in the news uh for a couple reasons the first was she had a tweet that went like viral and had people very concerned um because 
fans were on her Twitter talking about, you know, her 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 albums and when is her next album coming and her official next album. Mm-hmm. You know, she's been making music, but they want an official follow up to her first album. And this troll wrote, the only Mexican I know that don't work hard, which uh, Cardi's not Mexican, but uh, okay. Okay, okay. Um, so Cardi, whose father is Dominican and her mother is of Trinidadian of African and Spanish descent, uh, she said, I hope, uh, she clapped back on the troll saying, I hope you and your mom die. I don't give a fuck, y'all. Y'all can call me Mexican, bring me down, hurt my feelings. <laughs> Talk shit about everything. That's why I don't release music, she said. Since then, she hinted at suicide by writing, I just want to put a bullet in my head. She going through something. Yeah. And it's definitely like that that vibe of like, um, just like, this is that thing where if you're online too much, and I think people, the thing that made her like so beloved is that she was online and that fans felt like they were part of her journey and they could talk to her communicate with her and that she would be you know receptive to it and she used to be do like instagram lives and talk to the people and all this stuff but as time goes on there's a line and nobody knows where that line crossed where all of a sudden it turned they know that they turn on you yeah and it's not and uh, and it's obviously not everybody right Mm -hmm. like i'd say the vast majority of people love cardi that follow cardi and all this but there's something internally where like the things that you're insecure about the people that bring those things up that hurts the most and it pushes through the other like 99 percent of people supporting you one person says you lazy and if you feel any insecurity around either your work ethic or the pressure of putting out a new album or what you should or shouldn't be doing here it's popping back up you know so i think that's what what happened to make her respond to this one person right um and then she did do an Instagram live where she addressed it. She said, when I burst, I'm very outspoken. When I get it into it with one of my bad moments, I will literally curse everybody out. And I'll be like, fuck, fuck. Like, I want you to die, bitch. I want to die. I don't give a fuck because that's just how I'll be feeling in the moment. I was just very overwhelmed yesterday. I was very sad. And I don't know. I feel like I was just having such a good week. And then when I got home and started paying attention to too much shit that people were saying about me mm-hmm. and all the funny shit about me, I started getting upset about it. Yeah, I, I call that emotional cutting because yeah. I used I remember I used to look at like like forums and stuff where people would talk shit about us and be like, what the fuck? Like, why would you like we just doing a show? We just two people. And eventually I was just like, people, are, this is what happens. We got big enough. There's people out there that have things to say that don't like us. It's not my damn business. Nope. You not liking me, literally not my business. I'm you. I don't pay you to like me. You don't pay me to like me. We. I. I. I make content. It's going out into the earth. A lot of motherfuckers ain't gonna fuck with it, and that's just it. You. You. You don't like the way I look. You don't like our marriage. You don't like whatever. That's your business, and I shouldn't want to know. Honestly, right. like this, you're not a consultant. You just a nigga on the internet. So correct. I feel like. But that was something internally in me that was looking for something to either be angry about or upset by or just looking for approval and ex- an unrealistic expectation of 100% approval. And when you're famous as Cardi, every, no I can way. put Cardi B search on Twitter and somebody saying something foul right now. Agreed. So I think it came from an internal place. And that's why she, you know, 
uh, did that. But it's also like she's so hyper online. This is why she was like, I don't even like sharing when I'm doing good with people, right? Because I know how motherfuckers will take it. So right, and yeah. it's and it's also one of those things to where, like you say, Cardi B was brought up in a generation of sh- her being online is what led to a lot of the popularity, yeah. and so. Oversharing is hard to say. Tell somebody they're oversharing when oversharing is how they got what they got. Correct, and you know, and it's hard to get to the point where somebody who shares like that, and somebody goes, "Hey, you might want to pull back," or "Hey, you might want to talk to a professional." You know, if you're feeling like this, there's a reason why, and you know, you might need to get help outside of the internet. You know, and that's very hard for somebody like that who's going, "This is my bread and butter." Oversharing. Yeah. Can y'all hear me? Am I back? Yes, you back, baby. Yeah. I got excited and like ripped out the cord, and then it wouldn't recognize the thing. Like I was panicking. <laughs> anyway, uh, I also just to add to this is it's interesting for these famous people because they're also people, and so people are like, "Oh, you just gotta be offline." And like I quote the great Alexis K. Tyler, "Can somebody turn you away from dick?" Right. Like so, Lizzo just supposed to stop being on the internet because right. people don't like her. Like, right. that ain't make sense. And now, and like, also yeah. everything that's toxic about the internet for famous people is toxic about it for us. Like, yes, we just not so, as famous. So like, it, then you go first. You know what I mean? That that's my um, whole right. thing. The other now, the other thing that's very interesting to me too is Tasha K made content out of this. And to me, it felt so sad and unhinged because, like, it's so parasocial. Like, she done got sued to oblivion, to smithereens over there, bank account in red. And she's making videos about, like, empathizing with Cardi and how she DM Cardi, showing people the pictures. Like, I DM'd her to tell her this. And, you know, I and, and in, the, in the DM, she's pointing out how, like, I ain't got the money, but I do plan to pay you back. I just, I'm broke right now, da 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 and all this stuff. And, and, and it was like, my heart goes out to her and stuff. And I'm like, this is a woman that basically asked you to keep her name out of your mouth. And you doubled but, down. And, and you lied on her and her family and all this shit and got sued and lost and wouldn't like relent during the lawsuits. Would even. not. But ac- according to ballalert.com, Cardi B hints at forgiving Tasha K and ending legal feud following the YouTuber's emotional plea. Um, mm-hmm. So it, maybe she's going to let it go. Cardi B hopped on Twitter Spaces, acknowledged, seemingly acknowledging Tasha K's emotional plea. Cardi said, in part, my heart is very big. Going to talk to my mom, talk to my lawyers. So um, I, don't, I don't know, uh, yeah. whatever. Maybe this worked for Tasha K and, and she'll get forgiven. It, 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 Tasha K was in that mess with um, T.S. Madison, too, and yep. Jess Hilarious and, and being um, a turf loudly yep. or whatever. So I just like I don't know if it's a bit, mm-hmm. um, but she doesn't she doesn't represent herself as like a good person who deserves forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously, for forgiveness is for you. Like if Cardi wants to forgive that lady to get it off of her heart, then like, obviously, that's for her mental health or whatever. But she forgive Tasha K. She going to do it again she's gonna That's do something again yeah. because she can't this is how she makes her money yeah and on top of that i can forgive you and be like bitch i still want my money you're forgiving you still owe me this motherfucking coins. I, I just feel like because you, you wouldn't shut the fuck up yeah i just feel like i would not help this scorpion cross the river 
But no. obviously, it's it's up to Cardi or whatever and how she's feeling. But yes, this is uh this this is the clip from. Only way to go is up, and if I go up, her money goes up. That's what I want. I want all of this behind me. I truly want to see Nikki and Cardi. And I've said this to Nikki. I said, I said this to her. She didn't like it. She'll go through bounce when she'll talk to me and she won't talk to me. I don't care because I'm, I'm not starstruck like that. I'm going to tell you the truth. I said, you and Cardi are the same. And she was like, what? I said, you are the same. But the difference is I, I'm giving you grace and I hold her accountable, but you're older. This is so parasocial, it's scary to me. Yeah, you don't know either one of these I'm people. also, like, not shocked, but kind of shocked that Nikki really be talking to this woman, but Nikki seemed like she out of control, too, right now, so. Mm. Is that what it is? Is Tasha K a barb? Is that how this all started? I don't know, mm. but it, I see. I can see where that could be true just from the way she's talking, but, man, it's... Man, she said something about T.S. Madison, mama, mm. unprovoked, something real ugly, and her and T.S. were cool. Right. Like, I just don't i don't understand how all of this is supposed to work yeah right. she's on here crying and shit and it's just a lot of this stuff is disturbing to me man i i, I caught up with mm-hmm. uh yesterday in the group chat uh in the group text uh i caught up on y'all remember the tiktok therapist that was like ah black men need to do blah 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 and all this it stuff. was big it was sharing people stuff oh i didn't uh damn i didn't get a chance to watch that i was outside in these streets yeah it's all good yeah, yeah and, okay and, and people was like but dog your whole job because she was talking about black men and stuff like that people's like that's if what you she were was my turning, therapist that's what she was turning it into she ended up losing her like therapist well, job she should have but now she's like a social media therapist kind of person she has a only friends account or something i, I don't think it's only fans but she does therapy talk she she talks about therapy while being undressed basically um just like like yeah i and then and then like i remember feeling a little bad talking to like bossy and ray about it at the when it first popped off i was like yo i'm not trying to be some type of weird creep but like her like braless leaning over into the camera thing is weird to me because right. her whole thing is supposed to be about therapy but it's like she's low-key like thirst trapping but like black men your mental health uh these titties i'm like okay cool you know um but now that she has just thrown the titties out to the world, I'm like, okay, I don't need she, to feel she, bad she about must, that. She, she must need be that. free. Yeah, she like, wanted that. Yeah, I about to say this is what she wanted to do the whole time. Yeah, but and, well, the restrictions uh, of like licensing. You know, she was like, ah. Oh. Well, a lot of her discussions are about attractiveness, dating. Um, oh, okay, it is OnlyFans. Okay, thanks. All right, my bad. Um, but uh, so a lot of her stuff is about like dating still and. Even her black man stuff is more about like attractiveness to them and vice versa, which mm. that's your issue, not ours. Like, right. don't make that into like a diatribe on like all of blackness and all this shit. Like, if you got a personal hang up, you want to fuck some nigga or something. I, I'm sorry he ain't calling you back, but that's not us. Why am I in it? Why yes, am I in it? she. But she okay, low key though. Sis might have have tapped into something because you know like how jokingly people say strippers are like therapists strippers and bartenders or whatever 
what if mm-hmm. the stripper actually was okay. a therapist? I, right, except I watched the videos. So no. Oh damn. Yeah, I seen them. Damn. Me and Ray. Oh. Me, and, <laughs> me and Ray did it. No, deep not dive. her. Not her. Just like as a concept. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm club. with the concept. I'm with the yeah, concept. Yeah. I, I just mean okay. the deep dive. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't. She didn't hit. She ain't hit the mark on this. <laughs> when you said so when you did the deep dive research, you was like, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah, it wasn't giving. It wasn't giving a lot. What it was supposed to give, but yeah, man. It's anyway. But it made me think about just the way she sets her camera up and she's crying on camera and then she's advising people and then she's trying to start like a motivational cult for the for for women. But then also yeah. like this shit and that shit. And, and, and the thing that it kept making me come back to is kind of like this Tasha K thing where it's like you're having an issue and you're turning it into content. Yes. You should probably be in therapy or talking to someone that does care about you because Social media don't care about you. Half the people in those comments for her are probably like, "Bitch, just pay what you owe." Ah, ha ha ha! You know, <laughs> like like that. That's not your friends, and it's just you know, and 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 in, and in a way, I can't imagine she's any a friend to Cardi or Nikki either. It's just all content, right? And it's also something where because of the attention economy, and particularly you know with what she does, everything is I gotta I gotta be harder. I gotta go harder. I gotta be. You know, and and a lot of times people say things on their platform, not realizing that you might be held accountable and responsible for them. And then the accountability come down with Nikki, with, with you know, Cardi being like, and the thing with Cardi, like I said, Cardi was like, hey, dog, can you just stop it? You know, blah, 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 blah. I would not trust this woman because now she's exhausted all legal avenues to get out of her responsibility. Yes. So I, now I, she now she got a crisis of conscience. I don't believe it. I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't drop it either. Even yeah. if I forgive you, you still owe me that money. You still going to pay me. I, I think the consequences you. are the only thing holding her to some level of like, oh man, I I gotta be accountable. The fact that you, as a stranger, said you holding me accountable would have automatically made me be like, yeah, fuck you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just hold Cardi accountable in a way that no, you don't. You lie on me and got sued and lost. Right. Uh-huh. Accountability is an inside job. Come on, you cannot hold someone else accountable. Come through. Not okay. how it works. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get into um, uh, another segment that is uh, a lot of people, you know, it's doing, it's, a lot of people love it, you know, um, and why the fuck is it not coming up on my thing? Oh, I see why, because it's not, uh, oh, shit. it's not separated by date anymore. Shout out to Windows, just deciding to be different. Okay, you got, <laughs> you just, you just being different today. All right. Um <laughs> So we'll just wait for that to load. Um, <laughs> but um, all right, cool. Windows is like upgrade, right? Not even upgrade. It just changed. What I wanted to say was, it's time to talk about some gender wars. <laughs> We're going to war. Gender war. There's a war going on outside. Gender war. There's a war going on outside. Gender war. That's right. Gender wars time. Okay, people are all about it. Uh, let's see who is warring today. How about uh, Tyrese Gibson? What happened? Black. Oh, wrong segment. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrese. I was gonna go black too. <laughs> Tyrese Gibson's ex-wife, Samantha Lee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She said that people in her ear drove her to get a divorce. 
Mm. 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 Oh no, this is gonna be real good for the gender war. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she she said uh she frequently highlights her single life on YouTube. She granted an interview to the Hardly Initiated podcast where she admitted that people around her during her marriage to the sweet lady singer may have pushed her towards a divorce. This now it isn't am i tripping or like wasn't his whole thing with her was like she di- she different she better she from like africa or some shit like i i, I feel like that was a thing <laughs> he tried to pull and now he he literally stumbled into that eddie murphy uh bit about eddie why you treat me this way like uh he stumbled, stumbled into that but maybe i'll make it that part up but i do remember him trying I think to that say was... she was different was that him or was that some other dude? But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I definitely know. I'm drawing a, like, I, I don't remember the exact details, so maybe I'm conflating a couple things. But I swear I remember him pulling up. I figured it out. You know, I found this how you get a real black. But anyway, <laughs> um, so she says, the truth about the matter is that if I had different people in my ear at the time, I would not have made the decision, that decision, no. And that's the truth. Um, she said the 13 minute mark. Okay, well, shit, let's just skip on to the 13 minute mark. Now let's go. And uh, I'll see if I can put it on the screen. We're like, I'm an extremely emotional person. People that know me know that about me. I'm the kind of person that, like, okay, I feel so strong, and I can ruminate. I can get so lost in my thoughts. I know a lot of women are like that. Like, we're a lot, not all of us, right? But some of us are, just like a lot of men can be like that. But I know women specifically, the, there will be moments where they'll be like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to be done. I'm ready to be done. I'm ready to be done. I can't stand this. He don't do this. He don't do that. Blah, 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 blah. And we're just focusing on these things. And because you don't have, you don't have a certain um, person in your life to say, to check you and say, sis, what about this? What about this? What about these strengths? What about what he's not doing? What like those types of things. Um, That's, that can that can get you thinking about the positive aspects of this person that you may not be thinking about when you're upset. You're only thinking about what you're mad about. You're not thinking about all the other positive aspects of this person. Um, And so in those moments, you need somebody to be the the person for that person. Yeah. um, In those moments. So it's still some people in the chat right now that they still confuse they they really not understanding with the pro marriage right or somebody who's an sure. advocate for marriage sure, so sure, if you sure. could just paint the the people who weren't necessarily pro marriage and you come into them or you just expressing these different mm-hmm. issues that you having yeah what type of responses were you actually getting versus what you should have been the witness it's not, it's not so much about what sh- what should have been re- received because i think that based upon what had 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 occurred in our relationship by that time a lot of people were at, were were saying that this was time for me to to leave this this you know particular relationship. Yeah, it wasn't just me; it was my loved ones. Um, mm. I you know I have been seeing a therapist. My therapist, you know, I had people that were like, you know, this is it's time. This is not the best decision for you to remain in, as is. And so when that happened, um, or what, what what I mean by pro-marriage is that there is people in my life that it's not so much pro-marriage, it's pro the other person. So my, my thought process 
based upon the clip that I shared in on my own page was he had people in his life that would advocate for her mm. in her mo in in his most heated moments and he wanted his wife to have people that would advocate for him in those moments and so it wasn't necessarily okay all right i think i get what she's saying that the people in her corner were just you know fuck them leave get the fuck out of there it doesn't matter and she feels like if she would have had somebody in her corner that would at least offer a different point of view she might have like worked it out or stayed or thought about staying but she had zero people like that but i don't know having zero people like that kind of I don't to me it'd be like evidence that this motherfucker ain't shit but that's just me <laughs> like if all my homies was like you should get the fuck out of that I'd be like well, okay clearly I'm not tripping I was thinking about it y'all all agree but um, I don't know now Tyree says he it wouldn't even matter he still wouldn't get back with her even if uh, it turned out to you know to 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 that that she wants to get back with him he's, he's not cool with it so I think it's like she probably just has some regret because being single is so bad that uh, you would go back to your ex into a relationship that you were very unhappy in because it does provide some stability. And like, you know, people are like the dating pool has poop in it, but like we're all pooping in it. It's just a bunch of like unhealed, unevolved people working through trauma and not being healed, going out and behaving poorly with other unevolved, unhealed people. So, like, for me, in my opinion, all my friends who are, like, working through their shit, going to therapy, who are really great people, we're all, like, they're single, single, not dating, trying to get their shit together. And then Mm -hmm. once you get together, you realize it's not that many other people with their shit together. So it's, it's very difficult to date. So she's probably, like ain't shit out here <laughs> and mm-hmm. like at least i it's the devil you know right and i do remember like tyrese was saying and doing wild shit you know what the mm-hmm. shit at the time so you know i don't i don't know that i i do i remember feeling like he was out of control and like man that woman's gonna leave him or she need to get out of there like nigga was making like videos from the driveway it was, it was and a very public shit too yeah like um uh, and i mean and look maybe it was he was going through it because she was being so like cold to him or something but whatever was happening there it just felt like toxic and like i can see why they wouldn't need to be together but uh as a as content though for the gender wars karen zero to ten what would you get this i would say i get this in probably about two or three uh, like I say, right now I judge everything on the Jada Pinkett scale. Her scale is ten, mm-hmm. so this right here was just like a blip because for a lot of people this ain't new news because they've been separated for so long. It's not like he did some new shit for her to comment on. This is like kind of old shit. Like if he did something brand new and it was hot in the streets and then she came out and said this, it might raise the score up a little bit more. Yeah, you're gonna have some people that don't like him or whatever that might come out don't like her. But yeah, this ain't gonna make no splash. Okay. What about you, Nicole? What'd you give it? Zero to ten. I'm gonna give this like a six point five because it has a great deal of potential to turn into 
um, these single bitter black women got you to leave your marriage and now you one of them. So I, I would that. say like a six point five, a six point five. Yeah, I I was thinking the same thing. Now it's been a couple of days old, and I and I really thought this was gonna pick up, like um because we didn't have time to cover it last week i was like oh by the time we cover it they're gonna be fighting but um and tyrese even kind of put fuels to the flames because he said if you had people in your ear at that time they must still be in your ear because you still trying to get twenty thousand dollars a month for a five-year-old you make one hundred sixty thousand dollars a year on your own he also said i don't want no one to confuse me releasing songs singing about how i feel about samantha with confusing me wanting this woman back if i wanted her back i would have got her back i don't want sam so I thought, like, damn, right. I thought this would have been spicier and it just didn't take off. Like, I, I don't know what happened that this didn't take off. Maybe it's just we're tired of Tyrese mm. and it's too yeah, old okay. hat for us to get that fresh, like gender war going. But, but at one I, period of time, this was peak this, gender war. It's every element is here. Mm-hmm. Every element mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. here. You got your representation for your bit of mm-hmm. black dudes finally getting there like, aha, we got you. We got you. You know, mm-hmm. they, this supposed to be in the W column for them. Uh, you don't and, never know what's going to catch on. I don't know that sound wild. It's like some shit catch on to some shit. People be like, nah. Yeah, so I think I'm going to give it a, a six as well. Like a six. Uh, lots of potential. I think the content was there. It's not mm-hmm. their fault it didn't take off. Right. Maybe just too much is happening online right now, but this one should have been mm-hmm. a hit. Like this, this should have been bigger than Cheesecake Factory to me. You know, I yeah, agree. I yeah. agree with that one, but it didn't work. Um, speaking of Cheesecake Factory, um, oh, I believe I have some uh, some uh, update on that one. Um, or actually, you know what? Skip Cheesecake Factory for now. We might come to that in a second. Um, my man Shannon Sharp, underrated Gender Wars contestant. Okay. okay what happened don't sleep on him he he's out here in the streets he goes on dates and stuff and he talks about it now this is an old clip from when he was back on uh was speak for yourself or whatever the fuck that the skip bayless show is first you know mm-hmm. uh but uh <laughs> speak for yourself first, first opinions only i don't i don't you know whatever they call that shit um say it with your chest uh so he was he was talking about a date where his he went on a date and his date ordered meatloaf and for some reason it set off the the curb your enthusiasm in him why shannon's so mad his date ordered meatloaf the place is not known for meatloaf but they had it on the menu oh i like meatloaf i said but this is not a place that's known for meatloaf why would you get it she got it and guess what it's terrible i said it serves you right and I shouldn't make you pay for it because I ask you not to get it for the simple fact this place isn't known for that. Get, if I go to a restaurant, Skip, I'm going to get what they're known for. I'm not going, I'm not going to expect a, a, a burger from, from KFC or from Popeye's. That, they're known for chicken. So why would you get something that's really off menu? Why would you do that? By the way, was that your first and last date with her? Uh, you know, you know, Skip. You know. This was recent. No, no. Oh, I thought you took her to Mastro's in Beverly Hills. No, 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 no. Nah, Mastro, you know, you know, Mastro's reserved for the, you know, the high end clientele. Oh, not the high end clientele. That's hilarious. I mean, damn, Shannon, just at me. I mean, damn, I am her and she is me ordering shit. Going to the noodle place, there's all the noodles and order and pad thai, knowing it's going to be noodles and ketchup. They don't specialize in shit. Damn. <laughs> I take this I, personally. 
Uh uh-uh. uh, I just sent you one on Instagram too that okay. him and him and that Ocho Cinco one. Yeah, and he like I don't watch those talking heads yeah. or shows because their voices annoy me, and I don't want to listen to people yell at me on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's not my kink. Um, but he had a, a interview with Brittany Renner uh, that went viral. Oh yeah, and he we was, like shaming her. Yeah, yeah he was like shaming her for her body count. Yeah. Um, but then he was talking about uh, uh, fucking on a date in this mm-hmm. one. I'm like, oh, so okay. You know, I'm about, good I'm about for to the pull gander, good for the goose. Yeah, I, I mean, and that was the thing I said at the time when he did that, and like, uh, and I'll have to give him credit. That was excellent gender wars content. That was mm-hmm. like him yeah, and Britney. Like people don't see the people don't see the machine behind it they just yeah. see, it's, they just think a, like and they share it and i don't mean to to belittle other people but they share it on the most simple level of like i'm upset it's like well that's what the fuck they wanted out of that Brittany renner's been right. doing a slew of interviews showing up drunk acting crazy going viral over bullshit and mm-hmm. then this nigga completely played his part of like oh, 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 oh i'm gonna eat some drinks i'm gonna get i gotta get anybody want some of this and like right i was like there's no fucking way Shannon Sharp doesn't know uh, at least 20, 30 people that have fucked more people than Britney said. Because he's an right. athlete. It's no way. Right. He probably one of them. Yeah, and uh, probably Shannon Sharp probably fucked 36 women in a month. Right. Like, it's, like it was complete, like, I'm, we're selling this together because yep. like mm-hmm. she wasn't even offended and you know if it was real life and you did that to somebody uh, like if it was like Nicole how many people and she said and whatever number she said I acted crazy she'd be like texting me like what the fuck nigga what was that they they was in <laughs> right. like, they, they, they in cahoots together right Britney's sipping on her drink looking at the camera he looking at the camera I get it y'all made content but yeah making faces yes. I, I knew that shit couldn't last because I said there's no way but alright let's see what he said on this uh, clip The 1990. Mm-hmm. I met this young lady. She we was gonna go. We gonna go out. I was like, okay. I ain't got a whole lot of money, but you know what? I said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna deny myself something mm-hmm. to get her a nice, nice little meal. You know, get a nice little meal. The server comes back, says, you okay? You ready to order? I'm like, yeah. So I got, think I got something. Probably cost like $30, dollars. Yeah. And so Ocho, she got the menu and she just looking. I'm like, well, damn, what she gonna order? She say, uh. I'm I'm trying to figure out what go with what go with lobster. I say condoms. I say cause if you order that, we gonna have sex tonight. <laughs> Needless to say, she didn't order that, and I never saw her again. <laughs> I ain't got bread like that, Ocho. You man, you get me on here, Ocho. I get on here with you, man. I was supposed to take this to my grave, man. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Ocho. I know that's sexist, but that's hilarious at the way he delivered it. Why? Because I ain't shit, and that was funny. When I saw this clip, and when I see every clip with him, I I wrote this down as one of my banters, but I just didn't put it out. Country black people can make anything funny. Yes. Oh, my God. Anything. And he, he be saying country black shit that's offensive. Like it's like we sh- he should be a more elevated man than this the way he represents himself. But also like, I am laughing, so I guess you got me. I I do mm-hmm. think that's funny that you said that dumb shit. Yes, it's still fu- is it fucked up? Yes, yeah. But she it's didn't funny. give him none. But nope. he underrated gender wars 
contestant though i just don't see people putting him up there as one of these people that's making this content he makes this content on like a weekly basis of something about women and men and uh let's score it let's go zero to ten karen i would give shannon i'll give shannon a seven to an eight because one thing about him is consistent like 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 i'm throwing in a consistency factor Mm -hmm. And, you know, people going to talk about it. The show is, like, really, really popular. People love his show. So people talk about it, and they talk about him consistently. It don't cross over over until the 9 or 10 because he ain't got him, he ain't got him like, fighting in the streets, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, what about you, uh, Nick G? What would you give Shannon? Uh, you know, I'm not really – I look away a lot. So I, I see his clips all the time. I don't know how many of them are the gender war stuff and how many of him is just being on his show. This one in particular, I think it's some it's some decent content. I would give it about a, about a five. Okay. All right. And for me, I give it a seven. Here's what is missing. If he really wanted to get into gender wars, which I don't think he should, but if he really wanted to, he need to be a little less funny. Because right, right now he's so funny, I can't take him serious. Yes. And right. I, like, I can see how he could say that to somebody, and even they wouldn't take him too serious. Like, if he, like, 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 she would laugh at that. They wouldn't go on another date. But she'd be like, oh, okay, so don't order the lobster. Got it. Like, it's a funny way of saying it. Even the thing right. earlier, uh, I forget what the first clip was about, but the, the meatloaf. Like, it's, a, it's funny. It's like... You know, I make that joke about Karen ordering stuff that that is not the specialty of the place all the time, and but I just don't turn it into like because it's not a date. We're together. It's right. no like ultimatum behind it. Like mm-hmm. if you order that meatloaf, we're not going. It's like if you order that meatloaf, we'll just have shitty meatloaf sitting in the fridge, and <laughs> you'll throw it out three days later. I sure will. Yeah, you know, act like it's my idea. Um, but yeah, it's so I I give it like a seven. I think, and I hope he never does go to full like I'm seriously trying to talk to y'all about relationships because I, I really don't think that's a good lane for him no you brought up a good point with the straight face and that's why jada shit is 10 because all her shit is serious don't be no laughing jada the best don't be no right joke now. and th- that's why i say i'm kind of scaling everything on yeah. that like like the only reason why this gets such a high score is because of consistency yeah but if i'm like looking at, at the fullest front and just the joking like nah it would actually be like now, Nick, jada, you say like a six like jada a five or six. jada's the best right now and then i'd say second is all the people trying to make like tiktok sketches that aren't sketches you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. the, they clearly are you know theater theater they're giving us performance those people i mm-hmm. think are next of the they're giving us shakespearean you're like yeah. no bitch this is just i just happen to start recording in the middle at the perfect time of this argument for y'all to see the mm-hmm. whole thing in context wait a minute let me look over lines right right those people are next um all right listen we've been going for a while i think we should start getting ready to wrap it up all right mm-hmm. but we got to play games because our, our girl is here you know, it wouldn't be right if we yes. didn't play some games. So I think we should play a little bit of Guess the Race. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's play that music. It's time to guess the race. 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 That's right. It's time to play Guess the Race, the game where we go around the globe. We find different articles and guess the race of the people involved. The contestants today are Karen and, of course, Nicole from What's the Tea Podcast and the chat room, who all play along, and they're all racist. Ex-teacher turned model, 60 years old, harassed neighbor after being evicted from Beach Hut. 
Oh shit! Just a lot happening in this in that sentence. A former teacher <laughs> mounted a campaign of harassment against her neighbor as revenge after she was evicted from her beach hut after playing loud music. Michelle Spicer, 60 years old, had paid 15,000 pounds for her beach hut in Goring by Sea in West Sussex following her divorce. Oh, okay. <laughs> following her Maybe di- having some names. Maybe having some names. Okay. I'm proud of myself. Okay. I'll be doing. <laughs> Goring by Sea feels like not a complete even thought as the name of a town. (laughs) But yeah, Goring by Sea in West Sussex following her divorce in 2020, a place she termed as her mermaid heaven. Uh, But she was evicted by 2021. Uh, Rouse, which means fights, escalated after her neighbor accused her of playing loud music on her Mercedes radio near the huts. Spicer became convinced that one neighbor was plotting to evict her. When the hut was taken away from her by the council, she launched a campaign of revenge against the neighbor, which became so severe that the victim was forced to leave town and even change her job. Damn. Yeah. London's high court heard that her behavior led to an anti-harassment injunction, but that Spicer continued to harass and intimidate the former neighbor. Judge Richard Pierce found her in contempt of court for breach, breaching the injunction and gave her a 24-week jail sentence suspended for two years, as well as having to pay her former neighbor's legal costs, an estimated 53,000 pounds. Uh, the woman victim who cannot be named after being granted anonymity by the judge made 30 complaints to the police leading to two community protection orders being issued to Spicer yet they appeared to have no effect the court heard last week in July 2022 the neighbor felt she had no choice but to seek an injunction to curb Miss Spicer's harassment of her which barred the former teacher from the waterfront near her former hut as well as contacting her victim or harassing or stalking her this, this is crazy that this all started from just can you turn your music down right right <laughs> uh despite the injunction she continued to harass and intimidate the woman that court her she is charged with contempt of court um the court heard that spicer has shown little remorse for the victim uh and seemed to be motivated by a wish to punish the claimant and put pressure on her to make her life difficult even unbearable because she did the unthinkable and complained about her antisocial behavior the victim was forced to uproot her life and change jobs as a result of the harassment. Um, so Spicer says the loss of her pride and joy beach hut had a devastating impact on her, uh, prompting the revenge campaign, which ultimately forced her victim to sell her house and even adopt a disguise while going shopping. Not a disguise. Like, what? <laughs> what? She's like, damn, ain't neither one of us going to live there now. Not, not to make the millionth American dad reference on this show, but this is like when Steve... Uh, was getting bullied by Stan, and then he yes. dressed up. He dressed up as an old lady, and they showed the whole shopping trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then Stan showed up and beat him anyway. <laughs> it was so funny. He was like, "This one was like just a slice of bologna, please." <laughs> like, anyway, that, I just feel like that's the person in disguise, like t- trying to go shopping. <laughs> um, but yeah, so guess the race of. Let's see where I first. Michelle Spicer. White. Karen's going white. Nick Jew. She would sit crisscross applesauce in a soft voice on video after forcing her writers to cross the picket line to explain to us <laughs> oh, no. why 
it was important for her show to continue. Not Drew Barrymore White. Oh. <laughs> no. uh, she, I was like, but she would she would crisscross applesauce by giving the class instruction on yoga moves. Uh, <laughs> I bet she was up at six a.m. Sunday morning playing Anita Baker loud as fuck. Black says Shay, living in a beach hut, scuttlebutt white, a space in hell next to the queen white. Oh, uh, was she playing ski ye white? Hated the casting in the live action Little Mermaid movie. <laughs> uh, ironic name since she doesn't season her food. White. Oh, oh Michelle no. Spicer. Uh, you saying she's spiceless? Uh, angry, sad, and disappointed. White. Come on. Only spice is in her name. White. The correct answer is, and I think the vast majority of you said white, and you got it right. One person did say black. You got it wrong. But I applaud your diversity, though, because this was clearly a British story. And you were like, yes, black still. Uh, <laughs> like, they were there, too. Here's her bikini pictures at 60. She looks great, but also crazy as hell for like i bet if, you she was partying you, hard for that lady said, had 30 complaints if you put her picture up and said this, this woman is 60 and a former teacher and she likes to model her bikinis and also she's accused of playing loud rock and roll and harassing her neighbor i'd be like all everything you said is true absolutely 100 true. her body banging though they should make yeah. her the um golden bachelorette yeah, she could be mm-hmm. on there, okay, getting kicked I off. I seen week that, and I thought about you and Reggie. That was hilarious. I seen that. I was like, oh, I know they're going to be covering this shit. Yeah. It's real good. I got my mama watching it. Yeah, I actually saw um, a clip of it yesterday because I guess they're, I don't know, getting to the goat, taking people to their house part or whatever the fuck. Home, hometowns. Hometowns, thank you. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it was just so funny because he, like, oh. And, like, he was having a moment of, like, you know, intense emotional angst. And he put his hands on both his knees, and I just started laughing. Because I was like, bro, I know, I know, you old, man. Like, he couldn't sit down. He couldn't get all the way to the ground. Like he was like, oh, man. Oh, I'm so stressed out. I was like, yeah, dog. Them hands to the knees, that's the that's the old people's hand, knees on the ground. Come on, bro. <laughs> Gary right. is a sweetheart. And they found him some baddies. Like, yes. Uh, yeah, like, it's just, it's. The concept of the show, in my opinion, works so much better. Like, let me be the fucking bronze bachelorette. You yeah. got a 45-year-old chick and, like, 38-plus-year-old men or, like, right. a 55-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. Like, the stakes are so much higher for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. I like it as a, as a concept, too, because, like, I feel like there's a certain age where, like, bull, you can kind of get over some bullshit faster then mm-hmm. like stuff that might be a deal breaker at like 38 it's like well your kid grown so and, and you know okay mm-hmm. you got kids that's fine we'll be alright and you know and they old so what they are not gonna be doing is throwing chairs and bashing this shit they're gonna be talking, well, talking hopefully shit they don't do that on the regular bachelorette I hope, I hope they not they so they on the golden bachelor the one thing that is like kind of a double edged sword for me is that these women are my mama age still crying over dudes which yeah. is kind of disheartening mm. but also the fact that like people are out there trying still trying mm. at their age is like gary is a widower 
Um, and he's just a really sweet man. And I, I cry every time he cries. So like every episode, me and Gary crying. And the women are like, they found some like hottie hotties. Like they didn't do the I traditional 73 year old lady route. Mm-hmm. So they had to, you know, sprinkle in some sex appeal. Cause Gary, Gary fine. Like yeah. he's a nice looking older Not Everybody so on that show be, fine. I seen, I yeah. seen the, uh, man, have y'all seen the Stephen A. Smith clip of him looking at The Bachelor to go to Bachelor? Hold on. I know you don't fuck with Stephen A. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> we'll pick up, but uh, yes, I got to see this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Y'all have to fucking see this shit. My girl, Janisha, oh. sent this to me, and I fucking died. <laughs> I Like, he low-key could do the recap of it. And see, this is the thing, this is the thing about the, the Stephen A. Smith experience. It's so much better when he's not talking about anything important. Right. Yeah. When, when he's talking about oh, something. Already, you, oh, she no. is gorgeous. Here we go. When he's talking about something go. you care about, it fucks, it fucks you up. But when he's talking about something that's not on your purview, you be like, okay, yeah, I can I see what you're saying. Child, them <laughs> things is thinking. All right, here he go. Uh now what the hell would Stephen A be talking about the Golden Bachelor for? Few of the young women who work on this show tried to convince me to watch the damn golden bachelor so i actually watched it for a few minutes right it debuted on abc this is what he said i'd he love it handsome. if i found a partner who was high energy that they enjoy sports someone that maybe plays pickleball someone that maybe plays golf and i'm sitting there going like this this is a younger generation Selenia television and i know that audience is usually older 50 and older but everybody's watching streaming is elevating every day more and more that younger crowd blah 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 i said come on now who's gonna watch this who's gonna watch this i'll be damned the golden bachelor <laughs> had 4.36 million viewers oh that was watching that show five percent from the most recent premiere of the bachelor Ooh. the golden mm-hmm. bachelor got more viewers than The Bachelor. Showed you a lot of older I mean, people out there. He's 72 years old from Indiana. He was actually encouraged to apply to be The Bachelor by his two daughters. Their name is Angie and Jenny, according to my research. <laughs> Shout out to Angie and Jenny. The debut of The Golden Bachelor stands as the most watched and highest rated program across Thursday night programming even beating the People's Choice Country Awards. Goddamn! I mean, damn! Damn! <laughs> 72 years old and got 4.36 million viewers. I, 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 I'm, I don't know what to say. I, I really don't know what to say. And look at these women. Oh, they're cool. Sandra. Look at Sandra, retired executive assistant. Look at Peggy, 69. Sandra was 72. They don't look their age at all. Look at these women. Look at Nancy. Nancy. I mean, uh, oh, damn. Look at Marina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> look at these candidates. Look at Leslie. Go ahead, Leslie. Fitness instructor. Go, let, let, Leslie, you go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Private school administrator. Look at Natasha. Come on, I mean, girl, Natasha. Life, oh, no, no, no. Go back to Natasha. Let's go back to Natasha. <laughs> Natasha, his face. Look at that. 60. 60. Ladies and gentlemen, we got 30 year olds out here ain't looking like that. <laughs> we got 30 year olds out here ain't looking like that. And let me tell you something right now. We should be supportive of this. You know why? 
Because Father Time and Mother Nature creeping up on all of us. Right? On everybody. We ain't getting no younger. This ain't Mork and Mindy from the 70s or 80s. <laughs> where he got younger as, he, as, as time went by. No, we get older. That 72-year-old man from Indiana whose two daughters stepped up and be like, Dad, Dad, Dad. They basically saying, Dad, you fly. Now, I can assure you, my daughters wouldn't do that for me. <laughs> They'd be like, look, Dad, you, you're not all that. They, they'd be the first to say, you ain't all that. Oh, God. People come up to me. Women walk up to me on the street. Oh, oh this, these are my daughters. They like, they like Shanae in, in the show Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I mean, what do they want from you? I mean, please. <laughs> who are you? That's my daughters. But Angie and Jenny, they looking out for Pops. Like they're, they're like, you, you, you got it going on, Pops. Go ahead. Could you imagine how they feel about him now? Four million viewers. Four million viewers. This, this is amazing. Oh, man. This is his lane. Like, I'm like you. I'm not trying to find, like, this right here is his lane. Y'all, that's why I'll be watching that shit. That's it's, it's, it's that. It's not the sports. I don't give a fuck about the sports. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he just be acting I stupid. can see him do a recap back this show. <laughs> Every week I tune in for that shit. He's like, go back to Natasha. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, Natasha must be his type. <laughs> we got 30. Ladies and gentlemen, we got 30 years old. Don't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, let yes, him hilarious. let him be on the closing thing they do. The like the like Yeah, the the fucking the, the they do like three live events. Yeah. The the women tell all the after the final rows. Let Stephen A do that. Yeah. But like he, just, if they smart their people will reach out to him. Cause he, like, def- he definitely watched every episode. You know he, he did. Definitely watched. Mm-hmm. He watching now. Because he's what? Mid fifties? Right, mm-hmm. yeah. He he like Natasha only five years older than him. Right. I hope he slid in her DM. Yeah, right. he got he had his eye on Natasha. He want he want to holler at but. the ones that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, but back to the very serious guest of race. <laughs> uh, uh, we got derailed for a split second. Yeah, we got a little derailed. We got a little derailed, but we're back. We're back. Um, a man was caught in the act with a stuffed animal. Oh, what is no. he doing with the stuffed animal? The, I mean, the it's, act, Karen. It's only one the act in the. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I understand that. I mean, but it's a stuffed animal. I mean, he so... was stuffing it. I guess <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, so uh, apparently, an Arkansas cop last Sunday morning spotted a suspicious car parked outside a commercial storage facility that had been broken into sixteen times this year. 16 and 36 times in 2022 a is that his ex-wives or something what is happening here something i don't know about they're not one? saying he broke into it just that oh. it had been broken into a sheriff's deputy noted that the vehicle in question was seen rocking at 12 45 a.m <laughs> not the rocking uh, don't come a knocking don't come a knocking <laughs> <laughs> when the cops looked inside the auto theodore morgavin 55 was having sex with a stuffed animal Morgavin, a divorced father of three, lives about a mile away. So he drove there to fuck the animal? What did he do? Fucking and put it back? What? He don't anyway. I mean I mean just steal it and take it with you with damn damn. I don't even know that it was stolen. We we're assuming he stole it. He could have just been having sex with his stuff there. I don't know. Uh but oh, since, he, he he just like to do it in public. I get you, I get you. Since he's on probation, that's, that's cops were able to search him and his car without needing a warrant. 
Uh, and they found methamphetamine, a syringe, and two marijuana pipes. Okay. He was charged with felony drug possession, misdemeanor counts of public sexual indecency, and possession of drug paraphernalia. At his arraignment today, he's free on $5,000 bond. He entered a not guilty plea. Uh, he's next due in court October 30th. He was convicted earlier this year on narcotics and theft charges and placed on probation for two years and fined $1,690. Um, <clears throat> so further details about the stuffed animal do not appear in the court record because, you know, you got to keep the keep that anonymous. Karen, mm-hmm. uh, guess the race of Mr. Mm, Theodore Mor- Morgavan. White. All right. Nick Jew. Uh, yeah, he. I, I would like to know where he was on January 6th, <laughs> for sure. That's a good for valid sure. question. The chat room says, hey, I'm Chris Hansen. Why don't you come over here and have a seat with your weird-ass <laughs> white? Stuffing animals leads to drugs, white. Build a cracker. <laughs> oh, Build a bear workshop, white. Every hilarious. good white man story stars with white catnip meth. White catnip. That's good. <laughs> uh, white like that stuffing. The correct oh, no. answer is white. You all got it correct. Good job. <laughs> and uh, that's him there. Oh, yeah. yeah. He did it. He definitely did that. Uh, what's even funny is, oh. is, is that red line across that stuffed animal. <laughs> yes. Over on the left. <laughs> That is fucking hilarious. I don't know why that's killing me right now. It's so good. That was like, we got to protect the victim. All right. Well, y'all are both two for two so far. So it's time to go to the third round where everything's worth triple the racism and triple the points. Bitch, that bitch was white. I ain't racist. How can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I? Call them niggas. Just call them niggas. It's time. Andrew wanted to make a splash oh. at oh. this year's polar block. Thank you. Oh, she um, did? Yeah, I'll turn The it. best thing about that um, Sharon Osbourne clip that is so underrated to me mm-hmm. is how she starts it with a little black scent. Mm-hmm. I ain't racist. I ain't racist. <laughs> How can I? Yeah, she was doing a lot. She was doing a lot in that clip. I love that clip, by the way. Yes. <laughs> the shout out to the morning show. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> shout out to the morning show for for giving us our racism episode. Um, ripped from the headlines. <laughs> a former Girl Scout troop treasurer has been arrested and charged with felony theft after allegedly stealing over $12,000 from the troop during her time at the helm. Goddamn, sending all the Girl Scout cookies for they ain't going on no field trips. Nobody know why. We ain't got no funds. We can't go nowhere. But we we sold all the cookies. <laughs> Just confusing the poor kids. The kids doing their math. And they was like, well, by our calculations, we don't raise, you know, $5,000. This is enough to go to the, the Camp Wakamaka. And she's like, nope, we ain't got it, baby. Well, you can't go this year. <laughs> don't know what's happening to poor kids. Camp Wakamaka. You know they be having all them crazy names that they be making up with them kids to be going, going to. You can't pronounce. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, 
<laughs> at least it don't make sense to me when they apply for that uh when they do that thing where it's like if you sell this much you can get a bike or whatever it's like yes. i'm sorry baby but they out of bikes this year <laughs> they again? ain't got no bikes they out of bikes again yeah they was out of bikes last year she taping she taping new numbers to the thing. No, you got to sell twelve thousand cookies. No, <laughs> the, the baby's been like the math ain't mathing. Why the numbers going down? Why, 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 we, we already hit six hundred. How we back down to four? All the other troops got all the other troops got they bikes. Yeah, they they that's why they out. Um, <laughs> the Delaware State Police announced they arrested fifty two year old Kelly M Rob of Frankfort, Delaware, last Thursday after a ten month investigation ten into months? how the money was disappearing from the Girl Scout troop. Okay, I need to know who's the twenty one Jump Street that got that went undercover to right. get this information. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, what is a 10-month investigation, dog? What did they had to set up a wire? It was like how y'all got Gotti. Like, uh, on January 31st, 2023, at approximately 3.14 p.m., the Delaware State Police Financial Crimes Unit met with the local Girl Scout troop representatives regarding a theft. Kelly Rob was identified as the former treasurer of the Girl Scout troop. They said in a statement announcing her arrest. Following a 10-month investigation, troopers discovered she issued in cash fraudulent checks in addition to making an unauthorized payment card transactions during her time as treasurer with the Girl Scouts from January 2018 to November 2022. God damn. Mm. Balling balling with the Girl Scouts money is just so fucked up. Ain't it Mm-hmm. <laughs> you trying to teach the kids to be Man. better people and all you trying to teach them is to be scammers she got her scammer badge, <laughs> <laughs> ah, got a scammer badge. <laughs> uh, the total the total loss over that 58 month period amounted to more than twelve thousand dollars she turned herself into authorities last thursday and subsequently was charged with theft over fifteen hundred dollars a felony in delaware <clears throat> it was Ooh. arraigned by justice of the peace court too before being released on her own recognizance no trial date has been set yet Wow. Wow. What are you in for? You know? Um, all right. Guess the race, Karen. Oh, white. All right. Nick Jew. This is complicated because, like, typically Delaware is not known to be a place with a lot of black people, but there are black people in Delaware. It's like mm-hmm. a whole HBCU in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to say it, but these are some very black crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, we learn from the best. So this is definitely some, like, white sash crime mm. <laughs> she's she's white yeah and i know it says i'm sharing my screen but y'all can't see it right no okay it's yeah. no well, i don't know why i did that but anyway the correct answer is oh wait chat room let me see what y'all said join the scammer black we know it's not tasha k because she ain't got no money white <laughs> oh no that was a lot of police resources black girl scam cookies white tree falls white uh, Troop Delaware white, still in thin mints white. Okay, so Karen went white. Nick, you you went white as well, right? The correct answer yeah. is white. You both got it right. <laughs> uh, I don't think, uh, and I think a couple people missed it. I think a couple people did say black on this one. So let me boo y'all. Think about somebody stealing from children. Mm-hmm. She did that shit. This the face I see. She's giving me uh misery vibes. Y'all remember that mm-hmm, movie mm-hmm. with Kathy Kathy Bates? Bates. Yeah, that's one of my. Fa- I don't care. She will yeah. always be that woman to me. 
Kathy Bates killed that role. Yes. She did that shit. Out of all her roles I've ever seen her in, like, Listen. I guess because I seen her as a child, that shit, that shit made an imprint on my ass. Honestly, that movie, oh my God, that movie was really so fortuitous. It was telling us about stand culture. Karen and stand culture all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was telling mm-hmm. us every, like, a it was long a time book. ago. Yeah, she read the book and just got fucking obsessed. Right. She didn't like that, that ending. She was like, you poopy mm-hmm. head. That's back. how people sound to me when they be online, like harassing people and calling them names. Like, right. I remember in an interview, Issa said the the one thing she regretted was naming the character after herself because mm-hmm. people would be like coming for her whole throat talking mm-hmm. about this TV show. Yep. All right, last thing, everybody, it's time for sword ratchetness. <laughs> <laughs> This is always Man. intense, and one day I hope they're gonna make it. I know they never do. Don't ask me why. A uh, Denton woman arrested after five firearms and a sword were taken from unoccupied house. Five firearms. <laughs> a 42-year-old woman was arrested on a felony or a warrant Monday after detectives linked her home to a burglary where five firearms were stolen. Um, they took the original burglary report June 2nd. The caller told police she was cleaning out her mother's home, uh, trying to sell it. The home had been unoccupied for some time as her mother was living elsewhere. And when she arrived at the home, she found the door to the garage was left open. She said she walked in to find the house ransacked. She reported two rifles, two handguns, a shotgun, a Revolutionary War era sword, and about $100 in coins were missing. God damn, the whole 1776. She went back in the day. We're going to find some doubloons. What's happening in this house? <laughs> Uh, after the report, detectives received information that the 42-year-old woman had shown someone firearms she was trying to sell. The report states those firearms matched the description of the stolen ones. So that person maybe was casing the joint then. Um, so detectives executed a search warrant on the woman's home on the 1,000th block of Panhandle Street. Um, that is an interesting name for a street. I, <laughs> Panhandle, yes, yeah. it is. I feel like people would not want to live on Panhandle Street. Mm-mm. Maybe that's the reason they named it that. Just try to scare them away. I don't know. Her home is known to officers as she and other residents there have lengthy criminal history that includes several felony indictments and convictions. Most recently, another resident, a 24 year old man, was arrested for allegedly stealing his neighbor's truck and shotgun. Well, God damn. Stealing a lot of guns around there. What's the right. guns for? Right. It's That's... definitely not protecting your property because they're getting stolen. Like. <laughs> uh, during the search, detectives recovered the Revolutionary War era sword that was missing from the house. Well, that's an open and shut case because ain't two of them sitting around. Mm-mm. That's an antique. The woman was present at the time of the search. However, detectives had not yet been granted a warrant for her arrest. The report states that she did not know anything about the firearms and alleged mm-hmm. someone else had gotten them from a dumpster. We don't believe you. You got that mm-hmm. in Paul Revere's outfit. Get out of here. No, everybody going, everybody know that's you. <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> she, so she got, uh, she did get, eventually get arrested August 18th uh, for burglary of a habitation. It's a second degree felony. They returned to her home, to the, her home in Panhandle Street on Monday and arrested her without incident. Um, so there you guys go. Um, that that's that's a sore ratchetness. Nicole, 
It is always a pleasure seeing your face Yay, and talking to we you. We love you. And I love you too. Thank you so much for having me on. I heard Ray Sonny on and I was like, can I be on the show too? Any, I want to come you on know, the show. Anytime. Y'all just hop by anytime. Anytime. You, we, you, we, we love y'all. Yeah. I love chopping it up with yeah. y'all. You and the globe hopping Reggie. Let us know. Yeah. And we, we'll be more than happy. You want to know? Yeah, we uh, hopefully maybe might be more regular coming here so i don't want to speak too soon but i do believe that my famous globe trotting friend might be living in one place but not like right right now maybe right. like beginning of the year but mm -hmm. if you do want to hear me do something weekly i do a podcast with some of my friends from the states crunchy and milk podcast which you should also be listening to that's crunchy spelled with a k we have an offshoot podcast where we review the great british bake-off it's called creme patissier the creme spelled with a k um everywhere where you can get podcasts and we put that out every week there you go and and i, I love what's the tea i love hearing y'all talk it feels still like you know just I'm bugging. I'm on a phone call tapping y'all <laughs> from the FBI. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> and, 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 and it's just hilarious just to sit down and you know listen to you two. You know, it was a running joke that y'all were like bi weekly, and then y'all was like, well, now we really is, you know, bi weekly. But, right. Once a, we we promise you at least once a month, anything of a whenever, side that it's a bonus. It, I'm here for it. Whenever it hits the feed, I always start smiling and and whatnot, and then just. In general, you know, Nick, you're on my, my short list of people that I I be tapping in with. You know, uh, checking on my strong friends. I guess as they say, I don't know how that works, but <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, I don't rank my strength in my friends. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I just people cross my mind and I text them. That's how yes, it works. Yes, yes. I have a handful of niggas. It's my nigga for life, and you my nigga for life. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, Nicole's on my list okay, of people. Hey, I love y'all so much. I tap in with so, um, and. Honestly, you had the best, uh, give the best, like, that's a whack person advice. I'll never forget that. Never. <laughs> got that to go down an all-time history. She called it early when she, I couldn't. She, yeah, okay. Nick Jew was like, so, that person you. whack. And I appreciate I appreciate you, Rod, too, because I have a tendency to be like, fuck them. Don't do that shit. Fuck them. They whack. Um, and you, like, are very level-headed. It's the Libra in you, and I'm glad <laughs> that you, like, see through sometimes because I some my gut reaction to people, I'm like, fuck them. But, I feel like we balance. Um, when I, we balance. Yeah, I think we do. Well, you know, and if we agree, God help you, dog. If we agree, right. it's over. <laughs> you, like, you really ain't shit. <laughs> if, if, if we both like, yeah, yeah, I can't think of nothing either. Yeah, yeah. Y'all don't want to quote it. It was hilarious because Roger got always key to himself, and Nick G was like, "You gonna be my friend? I don't know. I don't know why you try. You trying to fake it, pretend? It's just how I am. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I be snatching people up. Like, sorry, I don't. You're, you're mine now. And, and Karen, like, I. Feel like we talk all the time but we don't we just listen yes. to each other's podcast Correct. i think we would be dangerous on the phone regularly like <laughs> yeah, just hours and hours and hours of talking yes and, and you know what and, and the thing is i'm like i'm like i'm to the point with you i want a few people where if something was to happen i would be like you know what let me get the next plane and let me go see what's happening i have very few people i'm willing Appreciate to like you. stop everything that i'm doing and be like oh my friend is in distress fuck everything else happened in my life let me get some pto time or whatever i got to do or y'all i holler at y'all when y'all get back well you know me somebody messing with karen mm -mm, nope 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 <laughs> ah, yeah you, you know and also you're one of the few people that it was almost like a love at first sight i know that might sound wild 100 but, but 100%. like it was it was literally like that i was like oh she gonna be my friend like 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 when i first said i was like oh we did this gonna be my dog. I was like, I don't know if she know it or not, but this is how right. I feel. 
No, y'all don't listening audience. I don't care if you think you know Karen or you've met her or whatever. But like when Karen Karen will look at you with them eyes and just <laughs> implant herself onto your heart and the way she just looks at you like you possibly might be magical. I'm like, oh, I I love her <laughs> forever. <laughs> forever. I, lo- I love all of y'all and I love both of y'all and we'll be back uh, throughout the week. Thanks for listening. Uh, final Walking Dead recap is coming up Wednesday. So Ooh. be looking forward to that. We're looking forward to that. Then after that, the rest of y'all can come on back. We know the rest of y'all was like, we don't <laughs> give a fuck about no Walking Dead. It's already ended. Y'all can come on back. But for the 12 of us, let's go. Uh, so uh, until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.